Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Life is Storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Chris Pierce, here with Ernest Gonzalez. In the flesh, baby. In the flesh. In the we are flesh. here in the, this, this week together, right next to each other, in the same room, in the Ernasium. It's beautiful. Describe to the people because everybody's wondering, what is it like to be in the presence of me? If you've ever watched the movie Lilo and Stitch and you know how great that movie is, it's it's just as great to be around Ernest. Damn. Yeah. I was just trashing Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, he was. So if you don't like Lilo and Stitch, then maybe I'm, you wouldn't like Ernest. I'm a villain to most people when it comes to that movie. I understand the overhype for it. But um Damn, we're gonna get it. Now we're gonna do it. I can't I can't <laughs> not do it because it, it also had a cultural impact because it was like one of the first like representations of Hawaiian people. In the Disney media, which is huge because they're going to put all their stuff in front of everyone. Right. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. It's big. It's a beautiful it's thing. And Stitch is adorable and weird enough to earn the mascot status. And I like the Elvis thing. I, was, I saw somebody. I was I was attacked today online because I said <laughs> Lilo and Stitch is mid. <laughs> so I was asking for it. Like, it's not like I didn't see it coming. I was yeah. kind of expecting it. But um, I had a. I had like a good conversation about movies with one dude and then one lady just ripped me a new <laughs> one. I was like, I don't get why all of a sudden he can talk at the end. And she was like, because he was a weapon designed to learn you fucking idiot. Not like you. Damn, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, my bad. Where I was it? like, it's great that you're this passionate. I'm passionate about stories like this too. Just <laughs> not this one. And I hope you listen to our podcast. Um, but in true Jerry Love Springer you, fashion, I've brought that viewer here. Jerry, uh, Jerry. <laughs> You're the father. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. That's Absolutely. a different show. I know. I'm putting them together. <laughs> I've, those sure are he, the shows that I would come across them at like the same time. He probably said it a, a few times, too. I'm sure he's yeah, it's a daytime, But he's not the one known for that. Daytime television, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're homesick and you're just flipping channels. Just the raunchiest shit at it like is. noon. It is. It's yeah. amazing that anyone said like nice stuff for about Jerry. Ricky Lake was wild. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but moving on, episode 68, we got quite a bit to go over today. Um, we're going to go over some stuff that's happened in the act, the SAG after strike, um, some stuff that's been going on in the gaming space, space, space with, um, a studio, maybe not treating their people so well, honestly, multiple. Um, cause if you've followed gaming at all, you've probably noticed there's been a lot of posts about this studio is letting somebody off. This studio is leaving somebody off. Chris got laid off earlier this year, but he didn't work for games. It's a lot. This is how we get Night City. Do you this want is... Night City? Because this is how we <laughs> this get. This is Night how City. we get it. And I don't we mean still that lose Jackie way. Wells. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, lots to go over. Um, and then when we get to the back end of this, we there's a Souls like that I've gotten to finish that I definitely want to give some thoughts on. And then me and Ernest have completed a very popular DLC for a game that we both love. Yeah. And Ernest, I really just want to stay at your house. But you know what? Let's oh. continue. Let's continue. Let's get started. It's so good. So to get things started off, there is an act being passed, a bipartisan bill called the No Fakes Act. It is a bipartisan bill that would protect singers, actors, and others from having their voice and likeness become AI generated. Seems very important, very timely to talk about this right now. Um, this recently, Zelda Williams, the daughter of actor Beloved wonderful man robin williams um 
was in the news recently talking about how she's hated just seeing AI recreations of her father's voice. It's disgusting. It's insulting. Um, and that's just from people like using it because like you can you can access AI pretty easily and have them like I want Robin Williams to sing this song or something like that. Um, and you don't think about the fact that like some of these are going to, well, actually all of them, because that's how voices work. Voice actors, <laughs> my bad, um, are people. And those people have people that are attached to them. Robin Williams has children. Zelda Williams, one of them. And I think that's a completely reasonable, unreasonable un- reaction um, to just be ups- upset, uh, upset and not happy with this, seeing this all over the place. I think it's a reaction that's valid from a family member. Absolutely. Like, it's cool if people don't have that reaction. Uh-huh. You know, like, honestly, can, it'd be weird can, if we were like, oh, Robin Williams. You can land on the other side of that coin. Yeah. Like, it, if I pass away, you can use my voice for AI. Go I need that it. in writing. Though. I'm giving it. I'm giving it right here. Oh, you Is know what? Not, I can just one of the episodes posted. We this, got it. You could play this in court. Yeah, <laughs> I have so much but, of your audio. But like, if you have a family member that's passed away, especially before this whole AI thing even really took hold, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden this new thing comes out and you're just like hearing your dad all over the place. That's awful. It's okay for that not to be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially considering, because um, it was a thing. Where people were sending her, the, the reason she left social media. Oh my goodness. Because people were sending her, like, stuff talking about, like, making jokes about her father's death and yeah. stuff like that. And as fucking monsters, trigger warning, bro. as as you may know, um, he did, he did, it was suicide. Very sad. R.I.P. Um, but the No Fakes Act seems to be something that would protect the good. Like, we've seen, we literally just talked about The Flash earlier this year. We've already talked about it. It's fine. Um, that is riddled with people that we know are dead. <laughs> Like, they're just up there in $2 CG quality. Like, it's it's there. And th- we know we, they didn't have the... No, nobody signed off on that. And signing off on it, I, I think, is the important thing. It is. Because we've seen a good example of how it could be used mm-hmm. as well in Cyberpunk. That's true. Um, with The, um, the Ripper Doc. The Ripper Doc, yeah. He, uh, I think his name is Vic. Yeah, it's Vic. Yeah, you are correct. Okay, uh, it was right there on the tip of my tongue. I, was, I wasn't even sure. And yeah. um, he passed away. The voice and then yeah. Yes, and for this um, DLC, they the family signed off on it and uh, let them use his voice and AI mm, to complete to some complete lines. the lines here, and it's. It's some great lines story wise. It too. is like people don't talk about him enough. In all honesty, we'll get to that later. Yeah, uh, but Vic matters. Absolutely, Vic matters. Yeah, Vic yeah. Matters. And this DLC really drove home how much of a main character he is. Yeah, like main side character. It definitely got me a little misty eyed. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, but um, yeah, that's a that's a wonderful example. But there's a thing to there's a way to go about it. Mm-hmm. and them getting it signed off by the family, like by the people that mattered. And you know what? If you can't find anybody that's going to say yes or no, like maybe that's okay they, too. That's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> then go, just don't do it. Go for it, Bo. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> fucking, oh, goodness. But like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, use that voice, whatever. You know, <laughs> like people from the 30s or whatever, like, man, see? Man, see? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please use that voice. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, when it comes to uh, somebody that might have somebody out there that 
you know, yeah. doesn't want that. Or if somebody's still alive, obviously, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. applies to those people too. You don't want your voice being used without your permission, mm-hmm. you know. And if you do give it permission and want to bypass this bill, then like it's because you're going to get paid for it Mm. and stuff like this like especially when that is your product Mm. like that's what you're selling is your voice Mm -hmm. is your you know acting or voice actors already don't get enough recognition right and like we don't need this abuse of just do what you want with somebody's voice and whatnot to do to make your own product look good and stuff like that um but this is a good act i think i think this is a good bill um that is going through obviously ai no matter where you're looking there might even be a movie that's out kind of regarding it um ai is a big topic right now and it's it's a great segue into going into our next topic we were talking about the sag after strike um so sag after and the amtp have paused negotiations very very disappointing unfortunately um due to an agreement not being met the two main factors, at least that were reported, uh, that led to this disagreement was actors wanting protection from AI. <laughs> Apparently that couldn't be agreed on. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and then the uh, actors asking for 2% of streaming revenues for their individual projects. Um, I understand. Okay, to say I understand math, that's a lie. I don't. Um, I'll never claim to know that. But I do know what because two percent sounds so small and i know that's going to equal a lot like especially like imagine if sam jackson had every one of his movies on netflix and he got the streaming revenues for that he's gonna be making bank but i mean he's he's part of disney now he's good um he's just in everything or that used to be a thing but those seem like such weird portions to be like hey we can't meet about that you don't want to be protected we don't want you to protect it from ai (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't know, having heard this, how I would feel about even working with somebody who said that. And granted, AMTP is an amalgamation of the biggest media companies like Disney, Amazon, Paramount, you you name it. And like, I get you're going to probably have to do it for work regardless, but... What does that's such a spit in the face, if you ask me? What do you think about it? The AI thing, most definitely. Yeah. The percentage thing, like, man, don't ask me to do percentage. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, and then, because, like, how many other people are on the, are on the um, payroll, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I, I think the percentage would depend a little bit like on the project and stuff well so let me ask you this because i think this will sum it up are you saying you think it should be smaller because no matter who's a part of it only the ceo is getting that and that's why the percentage thing throws me off because Uh i i don't know like i don't know what kind of money that amounts to well if you look at the ceos who are making quite a bit um and they're the ones who are getting the most from these streaming revenues um, asking for a mere 2%, I don't think would be a lot. It would be asking for a lot in terms of like us. Cause we're like, bro, I haven't seen that. I've not, I've not seen that much money. Um, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like a, a great example, breaking bad is on Netflix right now. It's been on Netflix for a little bit. I rewatched it earlier this year. Um, whether you're a huge fan or not, you, there's no way you haven't met somebody who's been like, Oh, I love it. People talk about it a lot. It gets watched a lot. 
Yeah. And I think it's fair for actors of that project, especially one that's not Netflix, to make some a little money off of that. Yeah. Because yeah. they spent, I think it's like seven seasons. I'm a little departed from it by now. Um, multiple years of their life making that. And it also almost got canceled. Um, and I think that's fair. But no, the CEO's getting that. And of course, Netflix themselves. And I just I just feel like, so it's kind you know, of like what I said with the stray thing last year. Spread the wealth. And like rereading the note. It's 2% of the streaming revenue. Yeah, streaming revenue. Like the streaming revenue specifically. Money based off of how many people are watching. Yeah, that's not necessarily like getting paid for doing the job in the first place and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where I was getting confused. Okay. So like, I mean, fuck. Yeah, that's fucking fair. It is fair. (laughs) Yeah, because they literally, it's 2%. And it's going to equal a lot of money mm -hmm. in terms of like, you see a number. Right. But But it should equal a lot of money. It's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it's not like they're asking for something for nothing. They made the thing you're getting bank from. When it comes to supply and demand, like entertainment is so much in demand. Yep. Like uh like you look back years and years ago to like fucking Roman times because y'all know us men always think about Rome. The Roman Empire. Yeah, we do. God. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> I didn't see this coming. But you look back there and they had coliseums and shit. They had motherfuckers killing each other. They did. For entertainment so that the people wouldn't go fucking crazy. Hmm. Entertainment is not a... It, it, it's like a necessity mm-hmm. in a civilization. Mm-hmm. Like everybody needs it, everybody some does. form of it. Mm-hmm. And the people giving that to you are providing a service. That's true. And, you know, once that service is done and because off of the initial project and selling it in the first place to like, if you just sell a show to Netflix and it gets canceled after a season or whatever, like you still probably made some bank. Yeah. Like, that project as a whole probably still made some bank. Hmm. Like, especially some of the fucking popular ones that hmm. they cancel out of nowhere. <laughs> that shit's weird. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like, once it's up there and it's streaming, like, it just makes so much sense that anybody that worked on that would continue to receive profit. From yeah. If, if there's other people making money off of it that didn't, Make it, have anything to do with it you know being I mean? made yeah yeah so i mean and that's why i bring up breaking bad is like my big example because like i watched it on netflix i did um netflix is an easy thing to watch it's an easy thing to put on well it was i don't i don't always have access to it anymore <laughs> but um um like it's it's an it's the streamer it was the first streamer and all that good stuff um it put my first job out of business blockbuster um <laughs> and uh were you there when it went under? No. Or did you leave a little no, bit no, early? No, I was I was yeah. gone before. Okay. I was gone. I, it wasn't like it wasn't like some falling empire and I was like I have to go. No, I left cuz um I was really into drugs at the time and they were going to do a drug test. Makes sense. Yeah, had to back out. So much makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> had to back out. Um There's so much that's just now making sense. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Chris, you cost the company everything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, I'm going to make a Game of Thrones, but with Blockbuster. Anyway. <laughs> um, I just, the people making the most money off of like something like Breaking Bad, and there's multiple things. They just literally announced Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is going on Netflix at the end of this month. 
that is and guess what with the current deal none of the people that made across the spider-verse are going to be making anything off of how many people watch it on netflix right and that doesn't sound right that doesn't sound right to me right right. i mean if you make the thing and other people are like dude i'm gonna show this over here i can't wait to see it like you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot in a lot of trouble if you take a video from somebody else and show it on like your channel of something like youtube and be like this is mine and everyone's like paying attention to you and like that's so fucking cool but like but ceos get to just get paid for it and then because the i i think really the goal here is for people that aren't on the biggest projects oh yeah for for them to be able to make a livable wage yep you know yep. just just to be able to cuz everything else is growing in how much it costs right right <laughs> but not the wages to pay your like the and, workers and and that's the thing is like we've said it before but people forget because of how long this has been going on yeah. at this point but like the whole thing is that people are getting checks for 2 cents for yep. a season uh, like <laughs> we even had because like, i think she shared it um jamie lee jamie lee she yeah. had a check for like nothing yeah and like it, it was, was it was cents yeah, yeah, on, yeah on the bear yeah and this yeah. jamie lee, and this wasn't like that long ago like right. this is like she's known dude you know who the fuck jamie lee curtis is and like and the bear is just, one of their biggest shows it is yeah yeah and yeah. like she got sense she got for sense. appearing on that. that's sense. wild bro and it's just like what the fuck dude and she all due respect she's again not going after directors not going after the writers or any of the cast like that's that's not them doing that that is these companies yeah they don't cut the checks yeah for sure that yeah. is these companies these ceos these corporate tie-wearing monsters it's the corpos dog. the corpos yeah. bro the, the fucking corpos, ties, bro. we gotta dude. zero those fuckers the tie is how you know every time um, i want y'all to know it, it there you might wear a tie for a job or a funeral. And you know that I'm not talking to you. <laughs> it's the corpos. You got to look out for it. It's the fucking corpos. But yeah, just to say, I th- first of all, because we've been talking about the percentage thing for a bit, protection from AI is just literally, at this point, it's a human right. Like, it's just, your likeness is you. That is who you are as a person. Your face, guess what? Uh, it's It's what you're born with. Even if you alter it, some part of that is originally yours and nobody has the right to just have that. And like, and cause it says it's going to protect actors, singers and like whoever else, like extras. There's literally a Netflix movie. I don't remember what the name is. Um, I love that we're just trashing all on them right now, but uh, <laughs> D- Disney's in the bad too, man. Fuck them. Um, but Disney has a, I mean, Netflix has a movie where they took, the background for a sports scene like the crowd uh, and just put them in another sports scene for a different movie and people that were in it were like yo what the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, <laughs> and you don't get paid extra yeah you're not like paid for being in another movie um and though i don't know if there was a consent for it i doubt there was um for all those people yeah right. and like it's bullshit it's bullshit yeah. like if people are going to show it is a, it, if you want people to treat this stuff with respect and prestige, which gives you like your best products, because people want to take this seriously. People want to come here, do the work, and make something special. You got to treat it that way yourself and pay them those reasonable wages. Yeah. You go to work, you get paid. That's how it should work. That's how it should work. But yeah, man, fuck Hollywood. 
<laughs> let's go on to some indie shit um oh well it's kind of tinged with some more of hollywood but let's we talk- only have bad news <laughs> it's it's a little bit it's a little rough um this isn't the worst thing because we in all due respect we got to see how it plays out um a24 who is currently working on a crystal lake series which i'm very excited to see what that even means um if you're not familiar with what crystal lake is it is of the camp that jason Voorhees originates at in Friday the 13th. Those Spoiler alert is where he died and killed everybody. Hey, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Hold on now. He's had too many beers, kids. Um, you know what? Just skip this part. <laughs> Go to the next time. I'm done with A24. <laughs> anyway, we're, re- we're reviewing Hereditary next week. <laughs> um, but they were in a bidding war, and they seemingly won, but apparently there was some misinformation. Um, they did lose the rights in the bidding. They, well, they, they lost the bidding war for the rights to Halloween, the Michael Myers series, right. which would have been interesting. Interesting. Um, but they have made it known that they are looking to make bigger franchise films. Um, but they, to be fair, they've also said they're still going to also make the movies they like the, the type of projects they've been making. Right, right. But I... Which is important. It is important. But one big thing for me with A24 is because it's such a highlight when you go through their filmography. You get so many directorial debuts from people that you've never heard of. Just fucking jams, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I... You can focus on indies all you want. I fear that's going to go away over time. <laughs> I think it can't. Why? Because there's always, it's already not a thing for everyone else. They're always gonna there's always gonna be somebody making movies. And I'm not saying directorial debuts are gonna go away. You have no, to start somewhere. No, no, no. I'm but not they saying, highlight it so well. But I'm saying like the indies. I be, okay, you're saying for A twenty four for A twenty four specifically, yeah. It's going to go away. Yeah. And I was like, somebody's gonna put them out there, man. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> the, I'm it. not saying direct, the director line is gonna die out. <laughs> My bad. No, no, no. There you go. You're good, you're good. I am worried because they do essentially with their premier directors what PlayStation did with the stray video game. Right, yeah. They promote that shit. They put that up there. And I'm not saying this is going to go away like next year. Right. But when we start seeing these franchise films, um, whatever form that's going to take, because it's we don't know everything, but it's, they seemingly lost the first bidding war for their first huge franchise. Um, granted, I, I didn't even know they still had the rights to Friday like, the 13th. Like this is how they become the WB. Yeah. I would have <laughs> loved, had they gotten the Michael Myers thing, I would have loved for their franchise stuff to be horror. Because honestly, horror franchises... They can go on forever. Mm-hmm. You want different directors hopping in there, seeing different takes on different things. If the dude dies, you wait two years, he's back, and you're like, I'm not mad about this. And But here's my hope for it, though, go for is it. that they they give these projects to somebody in that position. Now, maybe you don't give you know Crystal Lake to a first-time Ever director no, that's no. never done a movie, or and they do like TV that. so weird because like they did Euphoria, but like with another with with HBO. But the thing is, like the the movies that A twenty four puts together, like if if they are the ones that are like, okay, we have this movie we're going to make, we're going to get this director, we're gonna sign on these actors for this director, stuff mm. like that, right? Then they've been doing a great fucking job. If um, and I would hope that they can just really still give us that level mm. with a franchise that we know before. Because 
a lot of the appeal about them as well is we're getting so many original stories from them. Mm-hmm. Like, just unlike things that we see on in the theaters, mm. you know? Um, so, like, usually, like, because there's been great movies over time and not necessarily all of them have had, like, big movie runs and stuff. Yeah. Like, everything, everywhere, all at once never would have been as big as it was without A24. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been shot the exact same way and stuff like this, but not as many people would have seen it. That's true. So, like, I can only My hope that they really put effort into giving the same quality. I hope so. Um, especially because I feel like that's more difficult to do with franchises, with yeah. things that you can already identify with because there's a standard set already. That's fair. So... Hopefully they meet those standards. It's, I mean, because we can't stop them. We can't. They're yeah. doing it. Yeah. They're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do understand, no matter what you say, the arts, it is about passion. It's about expressing yourself in certain ways. It's about delivering whatever message you want. Sometimes you just want to make something to confuse people and make them, like, angry. Whatever. Whatever your reasoning, David Lynch. Um, but <laughs> Indies filmmaking art there is a business side to it you can't i mean you can't get away from it we can't get the people paid if people aren't paying and and the thing is too like a24 is one of the first companies that was like yeah we'll pay the writers and everybody like let's fucking get it done baby let's just make these movies baby we just want to make but would they be able to do that if they were big franchise makers and and that's and that's the real question um hopefully they don't go on strike again at that time yeah um, granted, we're still in strike. We don't know when it's ending, but um, might be forever. I, oh God! Uh, oh, I should have said this that a minute ago. Say. Why'd you say that? I should have said this a minute ago. There's a lot of people who thought the strike was over, and it's a huge deal that the WGA did reach an agreement, and you should celebrate that. And you should be happy about that. We're not done. It's still happening. They're not paying the actors, so you can write what you want. Everyone, bear in mind, and everyone should remember this. And I'm going to remind everyone on the podcast when it comes out. They continued House of the Dragon without writers, and we're going to see what that next season looks like. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, so, I'm just curious what they're going to do with the franchises. I don't think it's net at first. Like it was for like a whole day. I don't want to make it seem like it was a quick thought of like, oh, this is negative. I was like, oh, this is bad news. This is bad news. And unfortunately, especially with everyone, everything we've already said, everything we've already seen with Hollywood, um, this is like the startings of what is knowingly going to be like a tragically sad story. Um, but there's always that slim bit of hope that you hope will like, hey, it's going to be OK. Um, but it's also important to remember, like, there's no reason to hate on A24 for this. They're a business trying to make it. Um, but it's very much a we're gonna wait and see type situation. Yeah, Man. and that's the thing. I I think if if nothing else, they have benefit of the doubt. They yeah. have shown us they can provide great quality things. Everything everywhere all at once manages to walk that line of beautiful indie and big blockbuster film. And like it came out the same year as Multiverse of Madness. And it's like, that was the better for my money for my, I'm sure some Marvel fans may not agree. Um, but for my money, it it was the better of the, the multiverse films. And I think, I think y'all need to go rewatch those movies if that's how you feel. But that's just me. Yeah. Hey, you might rewatch them and, and say, Nope. And we don't hate multiverse of madness either. We're just, 
I like that movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I love Sam Raimi. I saw this thing of Elizabeth Olsen recently uh-huh. uh, in their interview, and they're like, how was filming Multiverse of Badness? And she was just like, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I would just go to set and be like, tell me what y'all need me to do, and then I would leave, and they would shoot the rest of the movie. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. When you think about it. Because she was lot. doing a, a different movie at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Makes but sense. like they didn't know what their everything kept getting rewritten and all this type of stuff. <gasps> yeah, and yeah. they would have to do reshoots. And that's and how we end up with like jumbled messes, like the way we be getting, man. It's true. Um, it's true. So I, I don't think A twenty four is gonna do that. I no, want. No, 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 I no, want no. to. You think. need to word that correctly. You hope. I yeah. Uh, I want to think. I want to that think they are well. not. I want to have faith. Um, none of their higher ups have been big enough assholes to really make themselves known so we'll see how it all plays out um you know what you want to remedy this give adam sandler another indie role because he's he's killed it the last two um but we'll see what happens i i still love the company i still love the projects there's plenty of projects i'm looking forward to seeing some i love rewatching. we're gonna rewatch one and review it next week um yeah we'll see how it goes We'll see how it goes. You're right. You're completely valid in being disappointed by this information. Um, but it's fine to be disappointed. Don't be angry. That's my thing. There's no hate to throw. We hope that it ends soon. Yeah. Especially because there's a movie coming up that I really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. God damn. Oh, man. But, I mean, for everybody to. I definitely don't think it's going to end by well. next week, Ernest. Me neither. <laughs> I don't think it is either. Um, but fuck, you know. I know, man. I know. At least we had Del Toro. We just might have to miss that on Scorsese. <laughs> um, but that does wrap up like the movie side of things. Um, on to more sad news. <laughs> well, actually, I have a fun little. Well, actually, it is a little sad because that's why I said it. Um, <laughs> I uh, an anime series wrapped this week. It's over. It is over. Um, fully coolie, fully coolie. Um, they aired their last episode. They really treated this last season really weirdly in the true Fudikuri fashion. Um, so we have Fully Cooley, which everyone should know from like early 2000s. FLCO for the acronym lovers. For sure. For sure. Um, then Toonami got returned and their Toonami's partnered with Adult Swim and they are making original anime. We have an Uzumaki um, by Junji Ito coming out in full anime form later on. Um, but then they also made um, FLCL. I'm going to just continue it that way. Um, you say fully cool. <laughs> I, I can't. I have to. Because in the middle of the episode, um, you have FLCL progressive, alternative. Then we have grunge and shoegaze. Do you know the? Do you know how those all connect from for yeah, the title? You explained it to me last time. I told you what shoegaze is. No, okay. I'm not just talking the title. I thought you were talking like grunge, and then there was like the other seasons had no, 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 as well. Because I didn't know what shoegaze was. They're all. I know. What, I was like alternative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, progressive. All right. That, yeah, that makes sense. It was different. Type it's all of different. Rock. So shoegaze is That's type right. of music as well. Did you look it up? I did. Did you listen to some? No. Mm. You didn't know any of the bands? I, I just looked up what shoegaze was. I didn't listen and to And they were like, just like a genre of yeah, music. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, shoegaze, meaning it's a brand of music. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm curious now. I, I am too. And you know what? 
If nothing else, it has that. It's like badass rock with like bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is that bagpipes? Why? I, I just corny is bagpipes in one of their albums. I thought it was something that's that not known. usually in rock. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's corn with a K. Um, Curve will learn your lesson. Sometimes it's backwards. It is sometimes backwards. Yeah, yeah. it is sometimes faster. Don't don't get it twisted. Um, <laughs> but fully coolly has ended. Um, they this last season was technically two three episode seasons put together because it goes from FLCL grunge to FLCL um, shoegaze. And I don't know how effortlessly that goes together because I like the characters in um, grunge, but it's the CG one, the one that visually gets a lot of crap. And I got more confused by them just doing a fully hand-drawn one like normal right after. And I was like, why did why do we have to do that? Uh, but now I have a reason to remember it. <laughs> There it's also go. the first one where we get like an alien race. There's a whole rock person, rock people in there. Because <laughs> FLCL, through the span of it, there's different planets. It's the whole thing that you learn in the second season. But I love Shoegaze so much because it takes the second season of FLCL and you get some returning protagonists. And the main characters are new. We have duo protagonists, a man, uh, not a man. They're children. They're always children. A boy and a girl. Because um, the whole thing is like you, you get somebody who's like going through puberty to feel emotions and they overflow and it causes a reaction. Um, but it immediately hits nostalgia. Of course, just like every other season, you hear the pillows playing. Beautiful, beautiful, great rock music. Um, but you see these phantoms around the world in shoegaze and at first you may not notice it um it's a little more prominent on like the there's like this big bird that nobody else can see except this one guy um and you're like what is that image showing on there and it's showing different clips from different scenes from every season of flcl oh that's nice and it's just like what is going and the more you notice it like the more belligerent it is like you see a girl on a vespa and the, the, the guitar hitting somebody in there um you see now now to and everything um you know, like sitting here listening to you explain it, it sounds like a fucking fever dream. It bro. is like it straight is. up. But I can't you, believe. But then you watch it, like yeah, and it is. It bro. is. That's it exactly is. what it is. And, and it's, it's so it's weird. Wonderfully put together. Because anybody who watched that, that anybody who watched that original show would never have thought we were gonna get more. I don't think. I I didn't know it yeah. was a thing. It yeah. turns out I missed out on a lot. Yeah, a I'm little gonna, bit. Well, there gonna, are six episode seasons. I'm gonna let y'all know when. I watch it. Okay, it's gonna happen. At some okay, point. it's yeah. it's all on HBO. Uh, well, so for some reason the first season is not, but I own it, so I can lend that to you. Uh, again, six episodes. You're so cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. I bought it because like it was an anime that like nobody talked nah, about, yeah, dude. and I found it on Blu-ray, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Dude. I had MySpace background. Fuck yeah! Oh okay. yeah, hell yeah! I, okay. I, had the, I showed you my phone background at the time, and like, yeah. I, it's always been a thing. Shout out so, to Tom. <laughs> Tom's a real one. Yes. Tom's a real one. Um, but it's, it's not a full circle trip. Um, and if you do are like waiting to watch the newest episode, do watch through the credits. There's a little thing during the credits to see um, that does reference a character that is a pretty big character from the very first season. Um, not the protagonist. Do not. Everyone's looking for the main, the Nauta from your main boy from the first season. Oh, yeah. No, you don't. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say that right now. You don't get him anywhere. Never again. And you shouldn't. 
I don't think you should. I think his story had a fully th- a full thing, and it is very clear that first season was made to stand on its own, and then they saw the opportunity to make more, and then they went for it. And everything else, I think, runs well off of it. Okay. But that first one still stands well on its own. Because it's, it's so not a close. It's it's just a good story. It's so good. It's the only one I've seen, and, and that's why. <laughs> but it is good. And that's why I'm like, I, I completely take your word for this that's shit fair. being great that's because. Fair. Yeah, I uh, and I don't Based know. Based off of that, fuck yeah, that's it's a great anime. It is, and it's it is so short. Good. It is so short. Yeah, and it's such an interesting way to do the coming of age story because every one of these has your protagonist struggling with the emotions that they're feeling, and they don't say like, "Oh, I just turned like 13. but they're all like fifteen, sixteen, like they're they're teenagers. Yeah, feeling things that like are making them overflow, quote unquote. Um, that sounds so gross. Some of hey, dude, it gets pervy. <laughs> it gets pervy, and some other times it just gets weird. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's both. Um, it's weird. Haruko says time. she's sixteen, and dude, no, no, she's not. Chris doesn't believe <laughs> she's she's somehow sixteen in every season. <laughs> I I don't. I don't know. Um, you can only say she's an alien fast. so much. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We age differently. I get it. That works for Goku and Vegeta because they're married. But yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> for the Coolie is a very unique series. They have said there's no plans to do more. Um, oh, man. I'm not saying I need more. I, th- you can totally see it. But if they did more, I would want them to do more to like loop back into the original thing. To answer uh, more questions, but at the same time, I'm so happy not having answered questions. You want the old Prince of Persia loop? Oh sure, sure. Let's talk. <laughs> let's let's talk about Ubisoft. Let's do that. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I just—it's a good series, and it's worth your time. It's super short. The animation's good. I understand if you don't like the animation with grunge, but guess what? Plus side is it's only three episodes. <laughs> it's only three. There you go. It's only three, and you get some actually pretty good stories in there, and the ending of grunge. Um, which honestly, the ending of any season is like a character ending because somebody gets trans. You, you, you kind of have the same character, one character in every season, which is Haruko, um, the girl in the Vespa, and everyone else you meet along the way, and it's kind of weird that way. So ballpark me the whole thing all together, mm-hmm. all of, totally cool, all of it is what twenty some thirty some episodes, six twelve. I think it's around 24. There you go. Which is like a full, like, that's, back in the day. Yeah, that's Samurai Champloo. Yeah. Yeah. Bebop. Yeah. And Bebop got a movie. Oh, Champloo should have gotten a movie. Well, uh, uh, I don't know. It's hard for... Be- Bebop did a movie in the... Like a prequel film, technically. You can Sam, still do a movie. Champloo should have got a movie. It should have. Yeah. It should have. It still could. Hey, twenty four. Where are you at? That, I, no, I don't know. They're not, they're not. <laughs> Maybe Mappa. if they got an anime, dude. Ah, man, I lose my shit. Yeah, a map of fucking Samurai Champloo. There you go, bro. There you go. Map yeah. is fucking killing it. Anyway, just use but, the old Nujabi's music. What? Yeah. Okay. We don't even need new Nujabi's. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring that up because it's not a series that gets talked about a lot. There's a lot of good anime going right now. Um, I know like Jujutsu Kaisen is the thing dominating the conversation for right now. Um, but Fully Cooly Matters, it is a good show. It's not going to be for everyone. It does manage to change pretty drastically season to season. But there is that core sentimentality towards the youth, towards what you experience as a young person. Those feelings that can feel like there's so much 
um, and what it means to go through that experience with your friends, with your family, and those that set of trials and tribulations that can sometimes feel like the end of the world. And maybe you look back on it now and you're like, man, I was such a dumb kid. You don't know that in those moments. Not everything sad is war. I love you. That's the shit. Everyone go watch Ladybird. 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 Uh, <laughs> what's the fucking Beyonce? Lady- the A24 film. Uh, no. I don't know. I'm just going to know Ladybird is. Ladybird is. Uh, but uh, I just definitely recommend it. And if you have seen the original season, there's really no reason to not give the rest a try. I don't know. It's so hard for me to differentiate. Like, I still think I like the first season the most because it just has a great ending. I love it. Um, I, I never thought I needed more of it. Like, I rewatched it just being like, oh, I love being confused. I, I was very cool with this just being like a, th- a little thing Yeah, because it's like the know? anime equivalent but, of a one-off. And then when somebody knows about it, it's like, hey. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how I felt but about then, like more seasons coming. I was like, who the fuck has the money? But then I, fa- I found out like probably two seasons ago that they were doing more seasons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, fucking and I love that because it just means hopefully that Toonami is doing well. And I think Toonami is important for everyone. Yeah. We should just do uh, Toonami yeah. episode shit. Yeah. Um, Toonami forever. Favorite, favorite Toonami promo. Sponsor promos. us. Sponsor us. Well, that's Adult Swim now. But yeah. Shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Oh, dude, it's another Tom. <laughs> hey. And Steve bloom hey, hey um we love you steve you love you steve and and tom and tom. <laughs> and tom because he plays tom. from myspace no i'm talking about tsunami on tom but tom on myspace is cool too. there you go <laughs> see told you um but with that we're gonna take a quick break um gotta get some get a get a drink here refill and then we're going to get into some gaming Getting stuff. Get fucking wild tonight, baby. Get fucking wild tonight. We'll be right back. All right. And we are back. Going to be going over the gaming side of things. feel like we haven't done a break in a minute. It's been a we while. We haven't. We haven't. Yeah. It's been a while. It felt good. It did. It felt good. Did. I feel got, refreshed. We had a whole ass beer and then we're started on another one here. Yeah. Um. We got, we got some drinks tonight. Voodoo Ranger. As, as everyone should do on a Tuesday evening. <laughs> Voodoo Ranger is fucking delicious. It is Voodoo Ranger. That's right. That Go to your local H E B. I'm just kidding. I got it. I got it at a gas station. Sponsor us. <laughs> Anybody, honestly. Um, <laughs> except for Jeff Bay. No, we're not there. No, everybody. Everybody sponsor us. Um, but Jeff Bezos sponsors. Right? We got some gaming stuff to go over. Um, starting with, if you follow any gaming thing, you probably already know. And there's no way we can't talk about it. Just a little bit here. It's over. What you've been waiting to hear is over. Microsoft has acquired Activision Blizzard, and it's official. Now, I don't know if everybody was necessarily waiting to hear it. Or well, like one Xbox to. fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But since the Xbox One, because Xbox, and Phil Spencer even said this, Xbox One is like their dark period. And yeah, that, it was. Like, <laughs> that was their version like that was during the ps4 era like those were the yeah. consoles together ps4 was killing it xbox one well uh <laughs> but obviously a lot's changed new consoles game pass is a thing um and we have this whole they've purchased bethesda they bought bethesda <laughs> Ernest. they bought bethesda and not only that they bought blizzard and activision yeah, man. They're what a, do you think of this acquisition? Is it good? Is it bad? What do you feel from it? So as a mainly blue side motherfucker, I feel like shit, you know? <laughs> but but as an unobjective gamer, 
like at, that wants like everybody to have a chance and to be able to partake in wonderful storytelling and gameplay. Um, it's great. It's great because there has to be some sort of balance, man. Like it can't all be with one. When, when you do have people that are loyal to one brand, the way that it is out there in the world. Console Wars Earth? Um, yeah, absolutely. Made only by fans. But and, yes. the, and there's people that will just play Xbox until it's off the market. And there's people that are just like PlayStation forever and fuck Xbox forever. You know, uh, Justin. And then... We still uh, have people that <laughs> only play PC. We have people that only play Switch. Right, right. So and and so in the for the sake of fairness, like it it makes all the sense, especially because Sony has had the majority of the big exclusives for quite a while now. Like you can talk about your halos, your gears of war, stuff like that. But like the majority of those stem from years and years and years ago. Um, and, and they're just ones that they happen to keep for so long. Yeah. Um, so really when it comes to exclusivity, fucking playstation has just been winning for so long and you know when when you see the team (laughs) this is gonna sound like a dig at xbox but and it's not what i'm going for but like when when a team hasn't won in three seasons you know like in sports Mm -hmm. like and and they're and they finally get that win like my high school basketball team (laughs) <laughs> fucking bro like oh my god we would get a win it was a big deal you know what I mean? like fucking it, it's a big deal for them to get this amount of wins especially haven't to the see Cab- them bounce ha- haven't back the cowboys been doing poorly oh we're four and two okay my uncle yeah. huge segue and who thought i would be the one to segue from yeah with, really with sports right my <laughs> uncle who lives in louisiana is like dude how about them cowboys Hey, how about fuck you, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's saying when he says that. I, I want you to know. For sure. Yeah, that's football for, hey, fuck you, motherfucker. Well, football is actually <laughs> soccer. So. But I, I do love my Cowboys, and we're not having the best season. But um, things can always turn around. They probably won't, but that's besides the point. Um, Hold on. Before Ernest continues, let's ask Ernest a sports question. Ernest, when was the last time the Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl? 96. Wow. That was the year that Ernest turned 23. There's teams that have never made it to the Super Bowl. We have five. That is true. We have five. Kiss my ass, bitches. Wait, five making it to the Super Bowl or five wins? There's, There's... Two franchises that have more championships than the Cowboys. Like Ernest, that. let me ask you and, a different and question. We're we can segue be... this back into gaming. What's up, Ernest? Do you would you appreciate? So we all went through Elden Ring together. Yes, we did. We fought the Elden Beast. We did that fight final the Elden boss. Beast. Yeah. Would you have as much respect for me as a gamer if I stopped at the Elden Beast and just was like, I made it to the final boss? Um. Yeah, because that's what Justin did with Sekiro. Oh, he finished it. I mean, after we got the plan. But yeah, he, but <laughs> hey man, resentment drove him, drove him. And I know for a fact, all the segues, because he was like talking to me about like, are you going to replay it? And I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm on a PlayStation. Because he wanted me to go for the final boss immediately, but I didn't look up anything. On Liza P. Liza on, P. Sorry. On Liza P. Okay. Liza P. He wanted me to go for, for the secret final boss, um, but I picked the wrong option. 
because I didn't look up anything. I didn't right. look up what to do. You're just playing the game. I just, I was like, I feel like this is what I've been doing. I'm going to lean into this. And it didn't lead to what got the extra boss. Um, and I know, I know, he didn't admit it, but I know he wanted me to do that so he'd feel the drive. Yeah. He's like, so oh, that's, Chris is fighting this fucking thing. I got to fight this fucking well, thing. Well, I constantly tell myself, so like, uh, major- I think majority of the time I'm the last one to beat the boss, like a boss when the three of us are playing. Maybe. Uh, I think like percentage wise, not that I'm keeping track or anything, but okay. I do have this spreadsheet. No, I'm just kidding. I only Sorry. remember <laughs> the issues with the magic dragon, which is understandable because you were magic. Because I was magic, yes, yes. <laughs> but, and, uh, and different builds and souls likes are going to have different problems with different bosses. Yeah, but there's course. never like a but, fucking boss that's like, no. if you hit me really hard, I'm just like not going to take that. It was an absolute <laughs> just wash, bro. Like I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was yeah. so funny. Like I, I relied completely on magic. And it, and to be just, fair, that was the end of the, like we we have all the other Dark Souls. I can't think of a single instance of like that, but like that was the one that I was just like, oh, dude, this is hilarious. But, oh man, fuck that stupid ass dragon. <laughs> but, but it is great that Microsoft got <laughs> <laughs> looping back around, baby. That's fun. <laughs> nah, man, nah. <laughs> fuck it. But yes, to finish that off, actually, um, <laughs> it is great that uh, Microsoft got some doves, baby. Like some it's, a couple in the win column. Um, again, I'm going to say this over and over and over. I wish that there was a world where there was not only peace, <laughs> but also respect, non-exclusivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where we could just get the system that we prefer where we prefer that interface mm. we prefer that controller or whatever the case may be but we get to play all the games like that that is the perfect world that's fair um that's fair. and it's not going to exist it's not going not to. for a while well it could exist at some point probably not in probably our not. lifetime there's there's always going to be the other guy there is you know there is because on and a business the, perspective, the money is worth it. And the thing up. is, the other guy deserves a chance. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. So, and, and because of that, it's great that Xbox is getting these done. Very true. Especially since, like, we, we, we've we gone a little bit over, like, the trials and stuff. Uh, which is why I say, like, a lot of people were waiting to see. Uh, a big thing of what I mean by, like, people were waiting for this to be over. Yes, it's a huge, it's a huge acquisition. It's a big acquisition. We don't know what this is going to mean until Phil Spencer, full disclosure, has already announced no Blizzard Activision games are coming to Game Pass this year. Anyone who's disappointed in that, there's like like two, three months left. And just hold like, your motherfucking It just horses. happened. You're going to be all right. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just happened, bro. Like, you, you've got enough. You've got enough. Um, they literally just announced the new, the Dead Space remake is coming to Game Pass. Huge. There's plenty to be happy about with Game Pass. There is. There in is. my opinion, that's the best thing about Xbox. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's what's it's a saving grace. It's, it's, it's what grace. I wish PlayStation would do. I feel you. And they attempted. But what, wait, we can have a whole conversation about that later. Uh, it's but, a worse version, for sure. But it's still... Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, regardless. Um, but I... I I agree with you. I think this is a good thing, um, especially when we've learned so much about like how Sony tried to block a lot of things coming to Xbox. They almost made Starfield a PlayStation exclusive. Like, and when you learn that, you cannot hate Xbox for making it 
this game exclusive to their console. Right, right. Yeah, because if they're going to compete, like I mean, there's some gotta, sort of there's some sort of law that like present and that's why we were in this whole court case mm. in the first place is there's I I can't give you the specific. It's to prevent a monopoly. It's to which prevent is what Disney monopoly. comes under a lot. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. And if you own the whole market yeah, no, and, you can't. And a big part of that is they're acquiring so many different companies. Like they, they Fox is theirs, bro. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. Fucking, and that's huge. You it know is? what I mean? Like, it's just you no longer see Fox. You see twentieth, like film studios or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, dude. Like, it's it's crazy, but it prevents a monopoly to give the little guys a chance and stuff yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Not saying Xbox is necessarily the little guys or anything oh, like I, that. I but fully they, think we should stop acquisitions now. <laughs> right. And like, Xbox, you're good. Do something with your studios. And because we also need that middle ground, man. Like, yeah. uh, some of the best shit is when something comes out on all platforms. You know what I mean? Sea of, sea of Stars. Stars. Yeah. Sea of Stars is huge, the first thing huge example. Because it's the most recent, probably. But, like, Sea of Stars is fucking everywhere, and everybody deserves to play that game. Like, true. And, and that's the thing is, like, man, I wish my Xbox homies could play Spider-Man, you know? That's true. Like That's true. And, and I wish that I could play Starfield. Yeah. You know? That's like, true. But if one side is going to do it, can you expect the other side not to? Right. Right, and then you have Nintendo just doing what they've been doing forever, uh, which is working. That's not hate. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think we're on the same page here. It is a good thing for Xbox. Um, I would love now for a pause on these acquisitions and just work with the studios. Get yeah. the stuff out. Let's see what happens. We know, like everyone knows, if you follow gaming at all, you know Blizzard has not been the best company to work for for a number of years. Right. Here's Xbox's They're doing Microsoft's some, chance to doing rearrange some fuck some things. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um they did announce that Bobby Kodak, um the the current CEO of um Blizzard Activision will stay on till the end of the year for the trans the transfer period. I think that's the word they referred to. Um the passing of the torch. Essentially. That's essentially it. And that makes sense because it's not as simple as you sign the document and then it's like, oh, I know how everything works and I know what all of this is. Nah, you gotta train that motherfucker. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you've ever trained somebody who's gonna take over your position or you've been the one being trained for that position, you know right. it's a it's a process. Yeah. Um, but that is because I see a lot of people being upset about this, regardless of the amount of time. Uh Bobby Kodak, who is known to be a huge issue with Blizzard. Um, he's, he's getting out on a golden parachute. He's getting, getting money for this acquisition. We can't stop that. What we can do is appreciate that Microsoft has acquired the studio and hopefully we can get some positivity in that workforce. And you know, one thing that gives me a positive vibe is that beer. I, I believe it may have been, uh, beer does beer does beer does and that and the white tail deer that right there is a whisk. Texas cocktail dirt. We're a Texas-based podcast, if you didn't know. <laughs> Tink. <laughs> That's Fucking. like spitting in a can. We're, we, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. You're good. <laughs> it's okay. Because you know what? We've had a few beers now. What We're was just, I actually saying? So maybe if I talk about what I was saying. Okay. Because the last thing yeah, I said was Bobby, Kodi- Bobby Kodak was. Me in. the bo- <laughs> Line? Line. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby Kodak was the CEO, 
and he's he's hanging uh, on to his position for this three month and I say three months because people don't realize how close to the end of the year we are. And I understand it can be depressing for some. I'm I'm right there with you. This is that season. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And it's just like a block. It's it's three months disguised really as one month. Um, Mubby Kodak <laughs> is going to be transferring over as st- maintaining CEO until next year when it'll be transferred over to somebody else. And what I was going to say, thank you so much Here we for go. reading me in, hey, was that... I don't know if it was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, some high executive, some corpo at motherfucking Xbox. Corpos, bro. At Xbox recently said that they wish exclusivity was not a thing. It was Phil Spencer. It was Phil Spencer. It was Phil Spencer. There you go. Um, the, the, I think he's CEO or chairman, the spokesperson. He was like. The face of it, Xbox. He wants much, a world where exclusives aren't a thing. Right. Pretty much saying that like it, it's the game that we're forced to play. Yeah. But nobody wants to play this game. It's it's just the one that we're he stuck literally in. wants to put, and he's brought this up because um, Game Pass. He's like, it's a literal app, and they've already acquired it on some smart TVs. Um, he's like, imagine having that available on your Switch. I know Samsung is one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. But imagine having that on your Switch, and he's like, this would be a bigger stretch. But imagine having that on your PlayStation. Like, it's like. What if what if exclusives didn't exist? Um, and it, it's yeah. it's the most hippie shit. It is, and, and like <laughs> it is, like it's like gamer hippie shit. But yeah. like, I love hippies. I was raised by a hippie. That's That's <laughs> so fair. like, Same. I'm completely with it, man. Like, fuck that all for me shit. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, you can and, have the and business like, and I sound passion like a fucking communist well. right now. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like there there are things that I wish everybody could share in and art is one of those things absolutely and because there's still the stigma on the gaming world on gaming in general and like if you just look because the gaming community has grown exponentially since like we were young we're like we're we're in our 30s uh, it's not so frowned upon times a billion we have a whole ass thing that's trying to be its own oscars for the gaming world a billion cubed a a billion cubed that's a lot oh that's a lot (laughs) that's a lot (laughs) um but it's just there's still people that look at gaming as such like a childish and like meaningless thing and like there's those people that are like It'll be the same people that are like, oh, I, I spent the afternoon reading a book. And I was like, oh, I spent the name afternoon gaming. Uh, That's different. I remember my online dating days and seeing pro. <laughs> this is taking a turn. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and seeing profiles that were like, if you play video games, don't bother swiping. Fuck them, right. dude. Bitch. If you don't put Jesus first, don't <laughs> talk to me. Hit him with that left swipe, bro. <laughs> Fucking shame for you. Respect yeah. for letting him know, though. Oh, uh, uh, Yeah. Because imagine you were in there. Dude, okay, relationship advice. Let's this go. This is what this is turning into. Always put your expectations out. All of them, every single one. Let them know what the deal is at the very beginning so that they're not getting into any surprises. It almost feels impossible, but I promise you, you can do it. Ernest has six kids. Anyway, all right. I only know about one. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally four children Whoa. in here looking at me. Anyway, anyway, anyway it's, it, it's fine. Hey, uh, <laughs> I just think of like Guillermo. Oh yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> with his little animal children. That's fair. Oh uh, yes, but exclusives. <laughs> the the Xbox world. It's honestly okay. So I'm a little. It's a little selfish for me. I have all three systems. Um, I have the Xbox Series S, the cheaper version of the Xbox Series X. Um, 
and I'm part of the Xbox fan base. I've loved, loved, loved Game Pass. Honestly, I'm buying Spider-Man this weekend. After that, I don't know if I'm buying a game this year because there's enough coming to Game Pass that might hold me over for the rest of the year. But at the same time, Alan Wake 2? Exactly where I was going. (laughs) Okay. At the same time, I would really like time to play Alan Wake 2, but Thirsty Suitors, bro? Persona oh, 5 Tactica? Not yet. I've got some shit. I've got some shit. And you know what? Like, I I tried the demo for Thirsty Suitors, mm-hmm. and then, and I enjoyed it, but I was like, I don't know if this is something that I'm, like, out to get, you know? And then, um, like, seeing trailers of it and stuff has, has yeah, like, like the reinvigorated, stuff. and I'm like... Oh, dude, I think it's going to be fucking good. And I bet and I bet you your mind is doing this without you noticing because um, we've recently got a trailer for a uh, Scott Pilgrim project. Yes. There are similarities. There are so many similarities uh, between yeah. these two things um, without them being like a rip off of the other. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's totally a thing about like getting over your exes. Um, but Xbox <laughs> is going to some exciting places, man. And I'm I for one. If we're going to live in a world with exclusives, then the competition will strengthen the rest of them. Yes. So here we go. If anything, if anything, your competition in every situation, gaming included, should be motivation for you to do better. Right. So hopefully what the fans get, which, again, we've said this before on the show, but when it comes to things being exclusive to one console or another, the person that suffers is the consumer absolutely who is us yep right so if this has to be a thing let's hope that it only pumps up whatever side you're part of yeah to do even better and provide you with even better stuff absolutely yeah because that at least at the end of the day you get some good stuff to play mm-hmm. at least at the end of the day you get some stuff to play anyway i'll drop my lp at a later time I'll drop it at a later time. I wish I could do that all the time. <laughs> you dummy. Um, but moving on. So the rest of this is a little. I should be ashamed. I, I should have known that that would have taken a little bit longer to talk about. Um, you should have known. But let's move on to some negative news. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we haven't been talking about anything <laughs> negative at on. all this this episode. But Studio Daedalic, the entertainment what did you call me daedalic entertainment (laughs) the studio behind the making of a game you might know as lord of the rings Gollum, um has been reported to have abused quote-unquote their workers with forced overtime in creating an quote-unquote atmosphere of fear and reportedly though the chat the message the apology message we've seen was generated using chat gbt which is an ai chatbot so, for anybody that's unfamiliar with the situation, they put out trailers. They hyped up this game for a Gollum game. Yep. A Lord of the Rings Gollum game where you get to be Gollum, crawl around, do sneaky things, have conversations with yourself. It was going to be a whole thing, man. It was. We covered the uh, initial trailer. We did. And I, I want to say we covered a couple of them. I think the general consensus was that we were very excited for this game. Okay, well. We were. That's too much. Mildly Looking, excited we for were this interested. game. <laughs> we were interested. Even Ashley was saying she was interested. She's right. a big Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. Um, and you brought up and taught me 
what an Edgar cut was. Yes, yes, because that motherfucker does have an Edgar cut in that game, yep. which the way it turned out, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but This is the Edgar cut of video games. But the game came out, the Gollum game came out, and it was obviously wherever the funds went, it was not into the obviously game. Obviously, didn't go to staff, dude. I don't know. Nah, man. I don't know. Nah, there was there was obviously limited resources of some point on on this, you know, creation. But um, the limitations there, had to have been done on their own part. There may man. have been like that. What looks like a lack of effort, but then this news coming to light uh, really just shines that it was people under pressure yeah um doing it's like their the fucking CD Projekt best right situation but like you don't have that prestige right yeah and like so, which means it's just worse because who knows data leak yeah why are you licking data in the first place i don't you fucking dumb uh but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's such a situation um it's really sad to hear this um and it's it, i mean it's a perfect segue to go into what we're going to next but what is going on in the industry? Dude, I don't know how yeah. this can be a thing that exists because it takes multiple years to generate a game at all, whether it be good or bad. Um, but like when you look at the quality of this game and what's come of it, you, you know, it probably didn't take nearly as long as like something like is Grand Theft Auto or something like that. But it, it just doesn't have that prestige. And you still have to work with that while working under the conditions they've reported and not only that, like this has been reported, the studios, uh, the studio is still active, the studio is still there, and they obviously don't care enough to write their own apology message. Dude, that's fucking crazy. It's mu- It is, yeah. and I love this. Um, I got this from In Session Film Podcast, uh, and uh, the the mustache twirly version of a villain, bro, is fucking Lex Luthor. It is like like, the, <laughs> like when we were talking about the fucking. Um, I think I don't know what studio it was in front of, so I don't want to lay the blame on somebody. But we talked about it at one point. There was some of one of these big studios that had the the leaves trimmed from their trees during oh, yeah. the protest, so that nobody would have shade during it's, the protest outside of their building. The all time Mojo Jojo. It is Mojo Jojo. It is I. <laughs> like you're just the one hundred percent villain. One hundred percent. For the record, like, everyone should watch Powerpuff Girls. Uh, but, yeah. Fighting crime. Ah, dude, trying to save the world. Ah, oh, dude, it's so good. Oh, dude, that's a, so good. one of the best intros. They have of a whole Beatles like <laughs> episode where there's no color in the world, and they have to put the band together to bring the color back. It's so good. It was one of my favorite things. It's beautiful. Up. Oh, it's I'm beautiful. watching some Powerpuff Girls. They don't even have fucking tonight. hands. They just tonight. have fucking stubs. Nah, but, yeah. but they'll whoop your ass with them stubs. They will. So. Hell they yeah. Will. Especially if you're a monkey with like a protruding brain. Yeah, huge brain. Yeah. And then you have a professor who looks a lot like a modern Samurai Dude, Jack. him was ahead of his time. Oh, dude, he was. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Ah, dude, him was great. And like, that in a like fuzz- it, inclusiveness before it was a thing. Yeah. And then we had Fuzzy yeah. Lumpkins. <laughs> It was just the redneck who got really mad, but hey, <laughs> Fuzzy Lumpkins. I love Fuzzy Lumpkins, dude. He's just this pink, pu- like puff ball of a dude who wears overalls, and then he's like, ah, and he loses his shit. And then we have the gang green gang who school. ties into the gorillas because the lead, the leader of the gang green gang, got to be part of the gorillas for their summer album a few years this ago. Is like an actual thing. It was an actual thing. Yeah, it was an actual yeah. thing. It was so weird, but I was like, fuck yeah, dude. But but dude, Studio Datalink. <laughs> Studio Datalink though. <laughs> Licking the data. These oh, motherfuckers, man. man, like they so 
you force your people to put out this not ready game, this this game that is not ready to hit stores, mm-hmm. that is not ready to hit shelves, uh, very CD Projekt Red-ish, mm-hmm. and <laughs> once upon a time, and oh, maybe again, and, <laughs> uh, and then you're disappointed with the way that it performs and stuff like this, right? But like, oh, I, I, I feel like wow. at this point, the majority of people that I know, like uh, people that I usually hang around, like 20 to 30 year olds, 20 to 40 year olds, I would say is my usual crowd. You know, that's that's a broad span, too. But it's like, funny because the 20 is literally Ashley. It is. I'm just including her. <laughs> 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 my roommates are 21. Oh, I didn't um, know that. There you go. That. I thought they were just NPCs. <laughs> but, that's but like, um. Yeah, man. Like, so like people there, uh, a lot of us have experienced businesses that have just given us talk. A lot of us have been a part of toxic work environments. For sure. Um, Especially being in the Navy. I can, Mm. I can, that's a whole episode on its own. Yeah, dude. They have a whole series about it. It's called NCIS. (laughs) I got interviewed by NCIS one time. Dude, what is Gibbs? Maybe I fucked up. What is Gibbs like? It's nothing like that. What is Gibbs like, though? It's nothing like that at all. There's not not a goth girl running the lab? It's just some dumb motherfucker trying to act like they seen on tv oh dude <laughs> i watched it say so i'm gonna go be be part of ncis uh, so you were there then <laughs> like bro no how many times i gotta tell you they just ask you the same question in 10 different ways gotcha. anyway gotcha this Studio is a trash ncis hey if you're in the navy and you're part of ncis good for you yeah fucking right i hope you've changed things Wait. since ernest was in back in the <laughs> early 80s <laughs> i'm 72 years old yes but um yeah, man, and and for anybody has to know that creating a a environment like that is a bad thing. Like it's it's boiled over so many times. Either people end up union, unionizing, mm. which we're gonna talk about in a minute, or are we? No, I'm just or um, they end up just straight up like mutiny, like fucking revolting and shit. Yep. Since the beginning of time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not being a good leader, you are not going to produce results. And That's when true. you don't produce results, your people are going to revolt. True. In that one rhymes. way or another. And like what what did you fucking expect? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're literally turning everyone into the situation of having to become Gollum. <laughs> Dude, for real. And it's, it's what's going to happen. Yeah, and it was it was such a good premise. It could have been such a good game. Could have um, well, or at least it could have been such an interesting game. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought Gollum from the get go. I was like, are they picking Gollum because he's just a name you know? Because there's a lot of like characters you could like. In, dude, Aragorn, come on. Uh, is that your first pick? That, so that's the first idea I have. Eowyn? Uh, Legolas is 100% my very first pick. Is that is that the horse that one of them rides? Yes. Okay. The blonde one. Oh, he's the Bloomin' <laughs> Onion. Orlando Bloom. Um, no, Legolas is another great choice. You can have like an origin series. And I'm not saying you Dude, have to do this. Dude, a fucking Gandalf game would be crazy. I'm so weird. And I was going to get a Gimli before Gandalf. You have so much time there to spend. You do. You know? You do. That motherfucker old. You already have a boss <laughs> fight at the end of, well, kind of his end with the Balrog. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And you can have a fun little Easter egg where you so can make the Balrog end. Balrog from Street Fighter. That'd be there really fun. When I die, I'm coming back as Ernest the White, motherfucker. And I have always been Chris the White. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I didn't say he did. Oh, he did. man. You can't but, get mad um, at me, no, You're absolutely right. I, I just don't understand. Because Gollum, this game made me think they were using Go- Gollum as a mascot. And the early trailers made me think positively. Not like, this is why I corrected you earlier. I wasn't excited. I was curious. Um, They sparked some injury. They did. They did, and I didn't care about how he looked, because honestly, you can shave his head. It doesn't matter what hair he has. Gollum looks like Gollum. Bro, the Edgar cut, bro. It is rough. The but, Edgar cut, yeah. I told you we were going to circle back around to it. That's Look, if, if y'all just Google it, okay? Like, the Edgar cut is it's a thing, especially in the Hispanic community, which I happen to be a part of. And like my nephew's got Edgar cuts and shit. His son it's, has. An it's Edgar not cut. necessarily a bad thing. I'm just kidding. I don't. But know like, but it's made fun of a lot in the community, and uh, <laughs> but there's people that look great in it. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna keep circling back around and covering my That's bases. Okay. That's okay. But um, but it gets made fun of a lot, and I would never want one. <laughs> um, but I want to automatically hate someone who has it. But it, exactly yes. But. Y'all making that shit look real bad. Y'all making that shit look real <laughs> bad. I'm looking at you, Edgar. <laughs> yeah. That was quite, that That was a choice. That was a choice. Regardless of the haircuts chosen, um, <laughs> obviously there's a lot of no- numerous issues with the game, Important and now decision. we've learned more about the production and whatnot. Um, it just sucks to hear. It sucks to hear, because what, what hope did this game really have? What hope did this game really have? If it ever did have any... You took it away by putting them under these conditions. And, and because, like, any, regardless of the workplace, wh- whether it be video games or movies or a uh, call center or mm. fucking food service or pick any fucking job. Human beings are human beings. Yeah, man. man. And nobody deserves to have that kind of shit put on them. That's true. You know what I mean? I like, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're bullshit for that. And especially for them... Them putting out a terrible game just makes it worse. It does. <laughs> like, they didn't even get the thing that not, benefited them in the end. Not saying, like, somebody that puts out a great game deserves to be. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, CD oh, Projekt Red went through similar conditions. Right. Um, or at least reportedly. And just, yeah. And we, we got somewhere in the end, which we'll get to. But we'll use that to segue. Um, if you watch any kind of game of news again, you, there's, I guarantee you, and I'm sure you already know. If you watch there's G4 a st- TV. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a studio you like, you've heard about them having layoffs. Um, there's been a w- multiple, like, waves. Like, I literally, before we decided to put this on the show, I was texting Ernest about, like, dude, there seems to be so many layoffs. And then I saw, like, two more teams, like, two more studios reporting it. And I was like, oh, we're talking about it. Yeah. We're talking about it. No, yeah. You texted me. And it was like one or two companies. Yeah. And then just after that, yeah. it was like three or four more yeah. companies and that it just were, kept... like, we're laying people off too. And I guarantee you, like by the time this episode comes out, unfortunately, I'm sure there's more or more in the works. Yeah. And it's just like um, uh, the ones we have right now, Ubisoft, Telltale, Epic, and CD Projekt Red are some of the biggest studios right now that have reported multiple layoffs. And those are the bigger ones. They are huge. Yeah. Telltale, it's a really sad story, oh, a really man. sad tale. Um, Please tell uh, it. Because <laughs> they, as you all know, they did they did those like um, point and choose your own adventure. You right, choices matter in the end and it impacts the ending. It was like, games. like Goosebumps. 
something like that. <laughs> no. A Goosebumps Telltale game sounds awesome. No, but, but um, uh, I think the first one that really came to light for me, like came into attention, was The uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, and I think that's their bread and butter. They're, they're they Walking have, Dead Telltale. They have like six different, like there's multiple seasons of that. Right. And then they have um, like side stuff for that same stuff. Yeah, and it, but it was like super well done. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they focus on the story. Like, the graphics may not be the best thing out there, but the writing is really good. They, they kind of have, for the majority of them, they have, like, a certain style that they, they do. use. And yeah. you kind of adapt to it. Yeah. Because uh, they even, they ended up getting, like, a couple of Batman games under their belt. Um, a huge title, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Wolf Among Us. Uh, we love that huge, big one. A great game. Great and, game. And they I'll, announced that they're going to come back with that. Um, but the studio did originally go bankrupt. It went bankrupt. It was gone. And then they came back. It's like the zombie version. And, I mean, <laughs> just cause they have the walking dead under there. There you go. Um, <laughs> but because there is a wolf among us, uh, they have been struck with a series of, well, so originally it was reported that there were layoffs. There were layoffs and the CEO, uh, not directly from the CEO, like the page and it looked like a very corporate type of message of like, there have been some layoffs. It was on letterhead. Exactly. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, there, there have been some layoffs from the team. It is to make sure the budget and creativity is going where it needs to be. And we do apologize for yada, 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 yada. Um, but then we later hear from somebody who was one of these let go that it's not minor layoffs. Like they let go of like half, if not more of the studio. And they weren't able to comment on the the status of the upcoming season two of Wolf Among Us because I mean non disclosure agreements abound as 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 they are. Right. But I wouldn't be too hopeful because <laughs> we already got hit with a delay this year. And it's one that I want so bad same. too. Exactly. Uh, I want it so bad. They man. they didn't even have to show it, anything. It and they did. ends in a fucking cliffhanger. It does. God, it ends in the cliffhanger. Because it is spoiler alert um, with a question. But it's at the end of season one that you first fully go wolf, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because the majority yeah. of it is you investigating things and you have to go all Or I the think way. you might have the choice to. Okay, well, I which, which is, that's Telltale, baby. That's Telltale, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, another which one, adds replayability. Like, I played the um, uh, Game of Thrones one. Oh, did you? I, okay. I, and I didn't get all the way to the end. I oh, have the okay. whole thing purchased. Mm-hmm. I, I really need to get through that. I have the two but, Batman um, ones and I haven't gone through them. It's it's so fun, dude. Yeah. Uh, to just be in that world and and because they Cuz the writing's so good. And they usually give you an original story within that world. Yep. Um and The Wolf Among Us is completely uh, I mean, I don't know if it's based off a comic. Yeah. Or something. It, it, so it's right. a prequel to the comic series called The Fables. There you go. Fable. Um which is as you can probably discern from playing Wolf Among Us, it's like if the fables of like fairy tales and whatnot um, existed in the real world. In in modern day. Yeah. Right, right. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, man. And just that whole vibe, the whole detective vibe yep. to it, all that stuff. It's actually one of the games that I recommend to people when they're first getting into video. Like, That's respectful. Yeah, if, I respect that. If you want a game to kind of show you like what a video game can be, but you don't play games mm-hmm. on the regular... The Wolf Among Us is a great choice. It's a great choice, um, especially if, if you like movies, because those games are so cinematic. And then I feel like if you're a gamer that plays a lot of fucking games, 
the wolf among us is a great choice <laughs> <laughs> that's like right. it's just a good fucking game yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. but um also because telltale doesn't involve too much action mm-hmm. um if anything it only involves like quick decision making in some situations sometimes you get to sit there and just fucking think about it it's true but um it's it's just that's like my death note <laughs> okay because death note is the intro, intro to anime. that i give to I people you. that want to get into anime yeah but um man I, I really hope we get that part two i do too it but either way it's it's completely unfortunate that they have to let people go and like that's uh, so i don't I know understand. what's going on behind the scenes yeah i don't there, know telltale but, i get but for it to be so widespread yeah. to these other companies exactly. as well for all of epic. them to happen at the same time epic ubisoft because like you know Epic's making money. They are. And I know that shit because I get my son so much money for <laughs> fucking V-Bucks, bro. It's fair. Like, you know fair. all these kids want V-Bucks. Like, G- Jerry Gino Reels, don't, don't look, look him up. up. Don't look him up. He uh, got hacked and fucking some kid bought like $2,000. Oh, is that what the fucker did with his fucking He shit? bought like $2,000 worth of V-Bucks Man. on his account. Mm. Yeah, bro. Like, like people will go for, like far. For V Bucks, and they did this to the Jerry. So, you know, they just came out with like I don't know what they added recently, One Piece or something like this. The most recent but addition to this is going to be Alan Wake for Alan Wake Two. There publicity. you go, Alan Wake. What is he going to do? Shine a flashlight on you, <laughs> dude? It's going to be something crazy. But they got, I'm sure it's going to be cool. They I'm got sure Kamehameha's in here and all this other. But that's because Goku but, had a move. I don't know what you. you know, Alan Wake's going to write about you. <laughs> like you know that they're making money, and oh, for I sure. mean. And maybe it's not the Fortnite team that they're letting go. Because mm-hmm. they do have other games and stuff like that. Yeah, this. Epic exists but outside of just that. you have to imagine that they have like some sort of sustainability from the yeah. amount of fucking money that they uh, make off of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just... There. And we, t- we talk and a it, lot of shit about Ubisoft as well. and A lot. But they still make money. Yeah. They still... People still buy their shit. Oh, for sure. Like, Rainbow Six Siege alone, yeah. they're still getting cash. And then Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is reviewed well and sold supposedly well, um, they're still getting cash. They still get money. Yeah, man. And like that's not including like people going back to their other games and all this other stuff. Like, but it's people not wanting to downsize their yacht. Yeah, that's what it is. But regardless, it's just it's so weird to see that I get Telltale because it was already a studio that came back from the brink of destruction and not AAA. Yeah, you know, and like but. they. And I, I was so happy to hear that they came back in some form or fashion. And they're still here. I don't want to make it sound like they're already out. But with this news, I don't I don't think it's bodes well. I don't I don't see how it could. Um and we might as well just use this because the next company on the list, we might as well just use it to segue it's, right in. Is C D Project Ray. C D Project Ray. And if anybody that had anything to do with Phantom Liberty was let go anybody anyone that had coming for you any hands on with that motherfucker anybody in those credits was let go i'm pissed i'm pissed bro (laughs) like they're from the base team you're fine no (laughs) no 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 hashtag recency bias but so cd project red this whole statement will just say a lot of what we need to say cd project red developers have voted to unionize after a third round of layoffs that is multiple rounds dude and i don't know the number it's more than one people being laid off in those waves 
What the fuck? So, I I know you have recently been through a situation that you were um, being let that off. you shared with us with being let go. Yep. I have been a part of a company that just completely shut down. Mm. Like I was installing for uh, like cable and stuff like that. Like internet. I thought I don't know why I thought my mind immediately went to like he worked for Napster. And I worked for a contractor and w- they they called us in one day. They were like, Hey, we don't have any work. Next day they were like, Hey, do we have any work? And then their next day they were like, Hey, we got work, everybody come in. Damn. And they were like, Leave your trucks here, leave all your tools. Damn. We're shutting down. Psych bitch, we didn't have work. <laughs> and Ernest, you have a son. You have literally you no work. <laughs> so call somebody to pick you up. Sons of bitches, dog. God damn. Like that that shit is fucking terrible, man. It is. And it's it's such an anxiety driven type thing. That's like huge. there's there's no panic then to think like how am I going to provide for myself? Or like imagine and, if you have a family. Dude, yeah. 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 And like so Ernest, let me ask you this. Yes. Um I don't, I, I don't, we've never talked about like, oh, I want to do video game development. If you were, say you were going to school for learning video game development and you learned all I'd of love this, to. <laughs> would you be like, would you still be, would, how would this hit you? It, it like, I, for me, I think it would put a dip. I would be like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And because like getting a, a video game development job isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do not at all like we we all googled it when we were kids yep you know what i mean and and then we saw what it was and we're like god damn maybe not <laughs> you know this maybe i'll do this thousand, maybe man. i do this other thing but like for people that like went through with it and went to school with it and stuff like this and like, made something of it yeah dude like you don't want it to be like a fine arts degree mm-hmm sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> we but want like, you to be paid we want you to be happy. nah yeah, yeah man anybody that that put that that fell into that trap that is college and put that money forth and like you know like went out there and they're like yo i got hired by telltale i got hired by cd project red Huge. the people that made the fucking witcher Huge. like bro that's that gigantic it's huge and imagine to get let go from that and yeah it's it's got to be terrible and i feel for y'all and there's no way there's no way that there's not people from both the witcher 3 and cd um that's the name of the and uh and cyberpunk mm -hmm. that have not been let go already with this being the third round and and that's with them developing some of the best fucking games and out there. the other thing which i've been thinking about recently like you can start development on something oh they helped us start the project for for cyberpunk yeah lay them off and we'll finish it imagine being that guy now we, now we only need these people to finish this exactly. project let go exactly. of the rest of them like and so to be fair this is us just speculating because uh, we don't know specifically who got let go, what position they were in the fucking development cycle. But, like, there's no way. Because all of this just screams, like, goodwill doesn't exist. Yeah. But, you know, it, it wasn't just the, like, underperformance. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, the people that it makes sense to let go. Exactly. We're not, we're not saying that nobody deserves to be fired. Yeah. But when you lay off whole waves of people, I don't know what's going on. Like, especially in my, like my position at my work, like sometimes like, I'm like, yeah, they got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that person is a hundred percent abusing this position. For sure. Like, and in those situations, like people should be let go. True. But otherwise, like that's why they have HR. 
Very true. Like, bro, like, what is their fucking HR doing? And maybe if there's multiple rounds of laying off, then what do you got to do? You got to unionize. You got to unionize. And it's it's fantastic for them that they did. And I hope that they get what they're fighting for. Same. Same. Because they've brought us so much good shit. One of um, the comments that... First of all, all y'all motherfuckers listening, we don't get a lot of interaction on our posts <laughs> on social media. So y'all can step it up a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. We appreciate any and all feedback. Ernest has had a few drinks and now he's mad. But listen up, motherfuckers. Listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Story time. <laughs> no, nah, but like um, one of the comments that we got back on something, we posted something about the strikes. Mm-hmm. And a big, big fan of ours, uh, Bennett, He's actually my friend. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Bennett. But um, you're such a good dad. I love you so much. Anyway, fucking. <laughs> Psych. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, he commented on one of our strike posts mm. um, saying, like, this, this is crazy, but I wish the middle class could learn from this. And, and I was like, hell fucking yeah, bro. Like, yeah? like in my head, I was like a hundred percent like what hollywood and gaming is doing for themselves right now is doing their best to look out for themselves that's true when i was a child my mom always like i I feel like the number one thing that she pushed on me if it wasn't the number one thing then it was damn near close was that you got to take care of number one well hold on because I thought it was you need to join a podcast with a funny white guy. Okay, so number two there we go. was that you always need to look out for number one. There we go. If you don't look out for yourself, then at that point you're unable to look out for anybody else. That's true. And it is true, though. in a world where we live where these corporations and shit are just completely taking advantage of work, taking advantage of art, taking advantage of you as a person and just, just seeing, humans yeah and just seeing humans as a number on a piece of paper hmm. you know what i mean that that shows their earnings or whatever like earnings at, from earnest at, at some point you have to show that person where they're wrong That's true. and in some cases uni- unionizing is unionizing, the only way to striking, fucking do that whatever yeah, you can do because it's i mean nobody Nobody wants to do these things because because otherwise how like if you have a partner that is doing something wrong, how are they going to stop? It's by you letting them know. And if you've tried to let them know and they're not understanding, then at that point you may have to take more extreme measures. Yeah. And that's what we have on our hands right now. Very true. So I, I feel like it's with this many layoffs and stuff like if anything in this world people want a secure income they want we want to live to rely dude. on people want to make the things they want to make they want to do the things they love and they want to exist because what a fucking thing in the first place to have to work to live yeah you know while everything like, around you is costing more and more per day like bro like like my ancestors just like hunted and lived off the fucking land you know my <laughs> like, ancestors <and> well <laughs> <laughs> but like at this point bro like like it, it, it we definitely don't live in that world anymore like you yeah. you have to work to live mm-hmm. um you have to have had somebody work to live at the very least yep. like even rich folks that are just like trust fund babies and shit 
somebody worked for that money at some point. At some point. Right? Yeah. So, like, there has to be work involved to live. And yeah. when you can't keep that work life stable, what else are you supposed to do? And that's such a scary thought. Because there is that wall that's like, it shouldn't be a wall. It's like, I sh- like you went to school. You studied your whole life to do this one thing. You're passionate about games. You're passionate about storytelling. You want to bring it into some format that you understand that you know others will appreciate. And you get to this point and then now there's this like it's a stigma at this point you don't know who's gonna let you go you don't know what the situation's gonna be i don't like epic's still making money maybe it's dropped considerably like with fortnite right. with other properties because they have. there were reports that came out that the player the player the, has yeah. dropped a little like bit. their their right. overall player amount has dropped uh concurrent player that's the it's word. from like four million to like three million yeah <laughs> and like <laughs> yes which is, is huge it's it is. huge. It is. But, but it's they're still, still getting income. Yeah. And it reminds me of what we were just talking about earlier about like the 2% of that streaming revenue. Mm-hmm. Like this makes me think you're really not doing all you can to give your workers the money they owe. Because even or with owe. that 2% of, of streaming revenue, maybe you can get a little yacht. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. And, and maybe because you were the person that was actually the brain behind this thing or like the body behind this thing Mm -hmm. or the voice behind this thing, you deserve a little yacht for sure. Yeah, for sure. But we, our thoughts, prayers, whatever you want to call them, feelings, love, appreciation. Anybody who was laid off in this set of events, um, has been laid off before we talked about it. Who is going to be laid off? Because I don't see any sign of this slowing down. Unfortunately, we're, we're with you. We're so sorry this is happening. We appreciate the work you're doing. And honestly, like, where would we be without gaming? Like, Hold you on. know who Anthony Jeselnik is? I do. The comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, and he has that thing about thoughts and prayers or whatever. Yes. And like, God, but we're so genuine, though. <laughs> That's know? why I said like, other man, things. Like, like, dude, like, I just I just want for you so bad to do well. Exactly. I, I, want, exactly. F- I want for us all to do well. I, I guess the most modern version would be, we're sending you the best vibes. The best vibes. The homie. best vibes. Absolutely. That just sounds so ingenuine. <laughs> nah, man, but, it, but it's legit. Like, uh, so what I tell people when they're going through a hard time is, like, my, my heart is with you. That's fair. Uh, and maybe... To some folks, that's meaningless, but I don't say it unless I fucking mean it. Well, so, <laughs> so like, that's the but, thing. But it's, it's about like, who knows what the words it, mean from it, you. It's like, I'm here to feel these feelings with you yeah. the best that I possibly can and hope that that makes some kind of difference to you. Yeah. Like, I just don't want you to be alone. And um, if, if there's anybody out there that is feeling alone, you can feel You can reach us at Life is Storytelling at Gmail dot com we appreciate any and all feedback and we will get back to you if you do reach out to us That's with true. any kind of problems like That's absolutely true. oh goodness oh goodness you're gonna turn us into oh god no nah, dude we're a hotline oh man look what you've <laughs> <Yeah>. done <laughs> yeah. um i will answer you back all right man for sure you say that you dude i signed up for you, you can uh, sit out. oh it's god cool. um cool. but regardless we <laughs> We love our game developers. (laughs) They put so much work into these things and we appreciate it. And it sucks when stuff's when, when stuff like this happens. Not yet. And it's such a, like a thing, just a a wafting, just sad cloud over the gaming development space. And like we, there's aspects of the gaming world where we're moving ahead. 
Like, I love that the Game Awards exists with Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Like, that alone is just a celebration of gaming. Like, people, stop getting up up on this fucking stage and let's all just nerd out together. Um, But we we need the businesses to fall in line as well. No, yeah, man. Yeah. And it's, uh, I feel like it's been a theme for so long. And, and it's, it's not our doing. Just being in the business where we talk about games and movies. Mm-hmm. It, it's impossible at this point in time to not talk about the the hardships that the workers are going through. Yeah, it's it's impossible. How sure. how fucking insensitive would us. it be for us to be out here just reviewing Killers of the Fucking Flower Moon? God, and like how? I didn't even know that was a game. That's crazy. How insensitive! God <laughs> damn it! Oh, I want to review it so bad, but I won't. But That's I fair. won't because like. People are on strike because they want to get paid for things like that. Yeah, man. And this isn't even the thing that I get paid for. It's true. But like doing this fucking free. But like these people deserve these things. And for that reason, we are not about to publicize some shit that people are not getting paid properly for. Absolutely. Because it's too fucking hard to live in this world already. It is. And it just keeps getting harder. And that is. Is no lie. So <laughs> we'll use that to segue. <laughs> God damn. Because I, wow. I changed the order of the episode a little this bit. This guy's good. So we can end on somewhat <laughs> of a positive note. We've got a couple of little game reviews here. Um, one's a game. One's a DLC. But Might as well be a game. Might as well. Um, but starting with, I myself, a huge Bloodborne fan. We took Ernest through the series starting with Bloodborne last year. Um, Numero uno. Liza P came out this year. It's on Game Pass. That is how I accessed it and played it. I have completed it, and from first boss, tutorial boss, to final boss. Um, Fuck that tutorial. Non secret final boss. Um, <laughs> it's important because the final. I've looked up what the final. The like, final the secret final boss. boss is, yeah. And it's just like, damn man, I'm kind of glad I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, like you saw some gameplay of it. Yeah. Because I watched the other endings. It's rough, huh? It is rough. Because I heard just overall the game is quite challenging. It is challenging in the best way. Um, And if I'm to replay it, because there's so much replayability value, just like if you were like a regular Souls game, I would just buy it on PlayStation and do it that way so I can get trophies for it. Hell yeah. And I mean, it just, I got my ending that I had for Xbox and... I, I plan to get a physical copy. Just a Absolutely. very quick segue. Oh, whatever. Uh, because that's we've, what we We've do. had so many. We do the quickest we, segues ever. Yeah. Um, does getting an achievement on Xbox at all feel like getting a trophy on PlayStation? I have been nodding my why? head since Ernest started this question. Um, oh, wait, no. <laughs> he was. Not nodding. I think he Because nodding makes neck. it seem like, yes, shaking my head. Yeah. I have been in disagreement. Um, achievements were super... Because achievements did come before trophies. It's important to say that. We right. wouldn't have trophies without the Xbox 360's trophy system. I mean, the achievement system. Um, one big thing achievements miss is that there's no achievement for getting all the achievements. Oh, so there's no plat- there's no platinum. Ah, uh, yep. okay. So yep. when you're getting when you're getting achievements, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're working towards yep. that. Well, plat- so they oh, that's hard to say. So the way achievements work is when you get an achievement, it adds to a score. You have an achievement score. Oh, that's right. And it's yeah. like an overall. And then number. you get a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, you hundred percent gain. Yes. Is what it but is. like, okay. it's not always going to be a hundred percent because this one achievement might cost more. 
to achieve. Like it could be 4,300. Something like oh, that. There's oh. numbers. There's numbers all over the place that add up to your gamer score. And I only ask this because like when I'll Google like, okay, this game, platinum mm. or whatever, like sometimes Achievements there's, pop no, up. there's not a, a platinum for it, mm. but there is a 100% achievement thing. Yeah. So. And so at least from my experience, I can't, I, I have not, I've not had a reason to go through every single one achievements and trophies, whatever the condition is for them. Like if a game has them, mm-hmm. it'll be the same thing. Cause I, I started going achievement hunting for Hades. So oh, there you go. <laughs> Cause I was just like, let's fucking do it again. Oh dude. That's such a good fucking game. It is. It is oh, such yeah. a good game. Fuck it, dude. Fuck Liza Pete. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, but no, but, but thank you. Thank you. For oh, that. for sure. For um, sure. And but, I, but I do imagine it might be different for people who have just done Xbox. So to bring it back, man, was there any specific achievement that you got that you're more proud of than yes. the others with Lies of P? Yes, because I, I finished a few side quests and the side quests weren't quite literally like Dark Souls. There's mm-hmm. not a there's not necessarily like a map for you to look at. Be like, this person's here. Um, they they are modern in the fact that like if you're going to a fast travel point, it'll let you know this person's here. But that is them being in a region like a vendor or something. Yeah. OK. But like. I'll wow. be like, okay, this person's in this area. This is not a small area. I have to go fucking find this guy. Uh, <laughs> um, so it is nice for them to point me in a direction. But like, I did this whole side quest where one person seemed really nice and he mad eyed me. And what I mean by mad eyed oh, me. Yeah, no, Moody. I yeah. talked to you about I'm this. I'm right there with you. Um, where <laughs> I was talking to Char when I was going through the Harry Potter series and she asked me who my favorite character was. I was like, dude, mad eyed Moody. Dude, he's so good so far. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, all right. Oh, so you don't know about David Tennant. I, I did not. I, well, I didn't remember because I'd seen the movies, but then I was yeah, going through yeah. the books and I just, I guess I just didn't know their names. Um, and then she walked by when I was like listening to it and I was just like, no, that's not, no, that's not the real matter. Did they change this? <laughs> <laughs> it charged just like little finger guns. <laughs> um, but we there's a character who's pretending to be somebody who ends up being somebody else, but you only find that through making certain choices to tell the truth or lie. And I'm not going to say which one leads to what, um, but you start p- piecing things together and you kind of have to go through multiple characters of asking about the same person, but you, it's up to you where you're going to go by telling the truth or lie. And I happen to get through it and get through this whole character arc and I got an achievement for it. And the one thing I will say, there is a nice different sound for like the rare achievements. And there's a little diamond that shows up at the bottom of your screen. Um, when you complete these little side quests um, and it's, they're really cool little side stories. They're really cool little side stories, but overall lies of P strength build baby. Oh dude on F on everything. Don't everything. Don't listen. Everything. He does it. He does strength. Build everything. On it's cause everything I'm good. He possibly it's cause I'm fucking in our good, fucking bro. Baldur's gate playthrough. He's a barbarian. Like he's I, just, strength. I tried to think out of that box, but then I was just like, I might as well be the barbarian here. I'm like, I have to be somebody uh, to be fair somebody. on his solo playthrough. He's the bard. So like, yeah, I mean, and I'm a very pretty, pretty version of me bard <laughs> dude it's wonderful uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna post the picture of his bard 
<laughs> on social media. Me. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's great. Dude, I, I, I tried um, to make him as I'm gonna fabulous do, as possible. I'm going to do like a side-by-side. Side, <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay. So next question for you. Go for it. Is, um, so in some souls likes, the boss stand out more than the getting through the areas. That's right. Um, in some souls likes, you know, the, the enemies as you're getting to a boss really stands out. And then you get to the boss and they're a little bit lackluster. Yeah. Where does Lies of P fall within that spectrum? This is going to sound like such a cop out, but there's certain areas that do exactly both. Mm. It, it, it follows that trend. Like you'll find some areas where the boss is not that bad. Um, but the air, the, the road to the boss was like, Oh my fucking God. It was a bitch. Yeah. And then they kind of give you a break with the boss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that is to say like, like in true souls, like fashion, any RPG of any kind play style can change things. Absolutely. I went through a whole boss fight and I shared this picture with, uh, with our group, our tarnished chat yeah. of me with a broken great sword. I broke my sword on a boss that gave me so <laughs> much trouble, but I was like, I'm not going to stop swinging. I'm not going to stop swinging. Dude, it was broken before I beat him. It, it's almost like uh, when we played, uh, so Armored Core, we both beat that boss with yeah. one hit point and we, beat, yeah. and we beat them without ammo, yep. just punching them and shit. Yep. Like, so it was like, you just situation. like, I gotta do yeah. something, bro. Yeah, yeah. I gotta do something. <laughs> uh, I mean, you have to, cause you're not going to just take the hits. You got to try. Um, but honestly, because I had that, I, I felt like a battle hardened veteran after that fight. Dude, yeah. And I sent that picture to Justin and he's just like, I didn't struggle with like, that. Boss yeah, I fucking did it. Do you send me the picture and I didn't notice like the broken sword or anything? Yeah. Well, cause I don't and think like, you'd seen the full thing. It's the yeah. most bloodborne thing ever. It's a huge ass like saw blade. It is. It's yeah. beautiful. So it already it's looked beautiful. like a whole sword when it was half of it, yeah. which is why I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to end up using that sword on the final boss um, because I was so excited because I thought this was going to be the first game I beat. With a heavy axe. Heavy axes generally take longer to swing than a heavy you, sword. But you always go back to a sword. You always do. And I'm so glad it worked out. Because honestly, I was like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I there's this moment that I keep having with these like final bosses and like souls likes or even just souls where I'm just like, Chris, you weren't being true to yourself. Just just go put to on the sword. Go back to put your place. Because I'll try these different like put right. on this ring. Put on this necklace. It changes the stat. And it's changes weapon. And it's and there's different variations of that that you can get. And it can totally make a difference. But if it's not a weapon you're good with, you're gonna fuck up. It and I catch myself the majority of the time with Souls Likes as well, where I will find myself trying to play like, okay, I'm gonna do this run like this i'm gonna play this character as a strength build or mm -hmm. i'm gonna play this character as like a mid build something like that and and then i just realized like bro just parry yeah. like it's it's what you're good at it's it's what you've adapted to mm -hmm. over all this time just play what you're good at and you'll beat the game true and it's like uh, okay and it's just come to and there yourself. you go so you and i imagine that's wrong. you with what works exactly with you yeah exactly except we don't call it strength build we call it the right build um this bitch <laughs> <laughs> no but you're gonna love second i'm sorry you love second you already love second uh, fuck yeah i love second but liza p is bloodborne and second merged there is absolutely even with a strength build pairings a thing perfect parries are a thing 
and you get those stagger windows and whatnot and you can increase those stagger windows through different upgrades and whatnot and then i i imagine that there's weapons where it will do extra bonus damage when you do get those hits and stuff like that exactly that's my shit bro exactly and at the very start and like which I mean, I know, it's an indie game. I know like, you go for those R2 charge attacks. I do. And right. then I have, it's like my coming to Jesus moment where I'm like, Chris, you can hit R2. You just, sometimes you you shouldn't charge. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just don't and charge. Maybe Chris. once in a while, hit R1. And there you go. There are other buttons on the controller. It may be dodge once in a while. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Now I'm just going to have to with this. Yeah, so we're playing Lords of the Fallen right now, yeah. and this dude will just take a boss's hit so that he can get off a swing. Well, okay, so I was and, using a weapon that like, was slower heel, than I was used to. Heal, Chris. Heal. <laughs> and we literally got the one when I switched it back from the club to the greatsword. Oh, I guess that's fair. It's me literally saying what we just said. Chris is yeah. a great sword. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. He's a great sword guy. It's the speeds are pretty similar. But regardless, everything aside, Liza P is fantastic. It's a really good story. It's an interesting spin on the Pinocchio whole story as well. Um I got the bad ending, which is like it's bad. It's great though. It's and great. it was because of the choices that you yeah, made. Because of the choices I made. And there's certain endings or variations of endings you can get that um if you lie all the way, you get this. If you tell the truth all the way. So you when you got this bad ending, did you know that you were going for the bad ending? No. Or did you just like make choices and they were like, yeah, you failed? I made choices. <laughs> I just made choices. I didn't look up the ending. I didn't know what was going to lead to the... There is a... It's hard to say secret final boss. It's one of the main endings. But um, there's a way to get one more boss. It is this game's moon presence, like how Bloodborne had. Yeah, and I, I'd been playing the game in a certain way, and I believed a certain person, and then he started sounding really shady. But I was like, I've believed you this whole time. I'm gonna go ahead and lean into this, and it led to the bad ending. I won't switch to you now, Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo, uh, Powerpuff Girls. Um, but yeah, dude, and I, I the ending's really cool. It's really sad. And it has like a lingering effect because it lets you play a bit afterwards. That's great that it's sad. I mean, not necessarily that it's sad, but that's great that it evokes emotion. It does. Yeah. It does. Especially if you care about a lot of the characters. It gives me hope. It's really good. Yeah. I'm really excited for you to go for- through it um, so you can like become a man. Uh, <laughs> the final boss. So I didn't hit any real wall until the final boss. Uh, okay. So that's not fair. The boss. There's a boss that's a variant of the tutorial boss. That that's the boss I oh. broke my sword on. Yeah, the fucking tutorial boss is a bitch. And he, I know that because it's the same boss from the demo. It is. And that's what I've played so far was the demo. Yeah. Um, And, and for that boss, I felt like in order to beat it, because I went in there with every kind of weapon, I, I tried everything that I could mm-hmm. within the time that I allotted for myself. <laughs> yeah. Because grinding for a demo doesn't make sense. Yeah, right, right. And I would have had to run through that stage a couple more times in order for me to beat that boss. I got him low. I got him to his name, you know. But like, <laughs> and when you hear that sentence, it's like, oh. I got him to his name. Yeah, dude. Like you got his health bar so far down. You did. Because his name is not usually even at the halfway mark. It usually names out. are not too long. Every once in a while, you have... Because <laughs> they have a title attached to it. But yeah, yeah, and they have a title attached to it, and it takes the, like half the, bo- the boss bar, and then mm-hmm. you get to make the joke to your friends. 
I got him to his name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But you know, yeah. And you never got, say it as a joke. You say it as like, I did this. I did it. I did it. Because it's a fucking achievement, it is. man. Usually it is. the ones with the titles are tough. It is. <laughs> but, it, it, you're not wrong. But yeah, with that demo boss, I would have had to grind more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't going to happen for the demo. So that's fair. Yeah. I, I, because I never thought about it until you said that. That I was like, you're absolutely right. Why would yeah. you put that much effort into it? And because it's not going to carry over. This isn't Final Fantasy 16 that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did that stuff transfer over? Huh? Did that transfer over from the demo to the main game? For 16? Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. For Final Fantasy? That was that was the I beautiful the thing about the demo, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. And, and this is something that I wish demos would do more mm-hmm. often is you play through the demo and the progress that you make in there would carry over to the main game. Oh, now I see right. how in some situations, like maybe Lies of P, for instance, that might be breaking it because you could potentially come in to the beginning of the game at level one hundred. Oh, that's true because you could just you know what I mean. You'd spend so many hours, right? Yeah, right. people would. But but people if would. they if they just give you that one playthrough to play through this piece of the story yeah. or whatever it is, or this little prequel or whatever it mm-hmm. is, and that keeps your progress gives you a couple of extra items or whatever throughout because you did participate in it mm. then that would be a fantastic thing but it's not too common it's true so it's true um but the demo was still good the only one i can think of is um the last one i did that that was like that was um dragon quest 11 which it <laughs> should absolutely be a thing for all jrpg demos <laughs> Because yeah, the, yeah. the demos are like usually like four fucking hours. Like I guess I guess Square is kind of onto it. That's fair. Um, yeah. that, that oh, duh, because they're both Square, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then when they get back around to their main franchise, which is Kingdom Hearts, yeah, we'll, too, too we'll bad fi- they're we'll, fucking going bankrupt. Because we'll figure, of no, that's Hearts. fine. They'll get money back with those that cor- it's those clown of shoes Hearts on Sora. That they're going bankrupt. <laughs> but <laughs> that is to say, Liza is available on Game Pass. I definitely recommend it. If you're looking for the Bloodborne sequel, this is probably it. <laughs> it's probably it. it and there cl- is a cliffhanger. <laughs> close as you're going to get for a while. There is an after credit scene that is so detached from the main game. So it spoils nothing. I'm not going to say it anyway. But it hints towards what could come from what this studio might make afterwards. Lies of O. What is the O? Uh, that's just after P in the alphabet. Oh, okay. I don't know. Wait, OP. I thought Q. you were- Lies of Q. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to leave that in the audio when I edit this. Of course you are. <laughs> um, it's really funny you said Lies of O. Remember that when you play through it. Um, Lies of O. But it alludes to some things that I'm like, oh, I never thought of this, but this would be really cool to play through. First thing I think is like a girl faking an orgasm. That's Lies of O. Oh, well, dude, you know what? I'll give you a hug after this. It's going to be okay. <laughs> but talking about faking an orgasm that's a perfect segue to spy espionage <laughs> man you're really good at those segues. i know dude it's like i've been hired by the government to protect the president um it is like that so let's end things wow. with our final bit which is we're the cyberpunk fans we've we had a whole episode about cyberpunk dude, with edge runners fucking love this shit and we went Ugh. into cyberpunk phantom liberty we've now completed it you've completed more endings than i have but i completed endings. it first so i matter more um all the endings yeah um ernest I, what is your thoughts on cyberpunk phantom liberty and give me give me some stuff man before i get into that <laughs> segue no i'm just kidding uh but 
there are very few things where I, I so I like to speak for myself and every chance that I get to I speak for myself and try not to see not try not to speak for others yeah. but um I feel very confident when I say we love cyberpunk very true yeah and and it's only in those moments of absolute confidence that I will say something like we love cyberpunk mm-hmm. you know like like we mm-hmm. love the spurs we love <laughs> lilo and stitch yeah no we don't um, we do not love the Spurs. I'm see, sorry. see, yeah, but we love Cyberpunk and Lilo and Stitch. There you go. No, no, I can cut out those. Damn, fuck this guy. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good, man. Um, I, if you couldn't tell before, love Cyberpunk. So like, R.P. Jackie Wales, but R.I.P. RP. I, I love it. memory to make from just the first like small portion of that game. Dude, but to come back in, so so here's my experience with it is I load back in to what is my most recent save that is not the end of a game. Right. So you 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 can't just continue. You got to go to the load list and find where you're about to complete the last mission. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. And as soon as you load in this new DLC has for you, as soon as you go to your character screen, like, okay, it's time to reassign all. Hold on. So let's, we need to be completely clear here. So that is from the 2.0 update. Right. That is free. That right. is not from the DLC. It is, which is amazing. It is amazing. Because. I'm just saying you don't have to pay for it is what I'm trying Right, to right. Yeah. This is free. So like, even if you just already own Cyberpunk, you can get in there, you load, uh, load in your latest save before you finish the game, before you're in that last mission. And as soon as you go to your character sheet, the... It has you reassign all of your skills. And I read through each and every skill. And you know how I like to read and process things. It took a week. Um, it, it took a couple hours, man. It took a couple hours to just read through all of the skill tree, find out, like, okay, how do I build the build that I had before? And then I thought to myself, okay, no, how do I build the build that I want to play for this DLC? Mm. I got so far into the DLC and I was like, let me restart. And how do I build the build that is going to best benefit me in this Mm. series of events that I think is going to happen? It's a fucking espionage thing. And I went into it with a strength build. I went into it specifically, specifically with a David Martinez build that I looked up. <laughs> I looked up a David Martinez. This is for David, dude. It was. But you gotta go Lucy, and it was so fun. Yeah. It was so fucking fun. But Lucy is the way to go, absolutely. So I, I had the wires and everything, um, <laughs> but oh man, the story itself in classic CD Projekt Red fashion is top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, I really fucking enjoyed it and because at the beginning of this like i was very intrigued by just idris being it in the first place um he's an attractive man the trailer that they showed us right before it came out was really fucking good amazing really good. dude that's some of the best i show it to people that don't even like video games like hey look at how good this is <laughs> and look because at this. and because it's beautiful it is. as well it's how we wish um 
fucking <laughs> lords of the fallen. lords of the fallen look yeah but um <laughs> but like to to get into that and i thought it was a little bit over the top like oh just off to the side you're taking care of the president real mm-hmm. quick but they just integrate it so seamlessly um like if you were to play cyberpunk from the very beginning and get to the point where you could unlock this side story it would happen so seamlessly it would feel like it was just a regular part of the game and that's even the way that i felt coming back to it um they they just i took a little bit of time to do a couple of side missions before you actually received the call to access the dlc and um and right then and there it just felt like it was supposed to be the game you know and the journey that you go on that story that you go through the characters that you meet and the way that they're inserted and deleted from your life is just so impactful um like i this compared to the main story and the amount of time that you get to build uh that you get to spend with some of these side characters are kind of minute like in the sense that you you get to spend so much more time with Judy than you do get to spend with Solomon. You get Which to is spend, a good because Judy rules. Oh yeah, Judy's the fucking best. Judy, Judy's the fucking We best. still I went back and visited Judy. I know Damn you right did you too. did. Yeah. Let her know about what's going <laughs> yeah. on in your day. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something the other day that said Pan Am is the best um the best companion in delete that in games which like first of all for for it to even be in the same game is amazing that is a praise but also it's judy, it um, is judy. It's, it's judy. <laughs> but um yeah pan am a lot of red flags there <laughs> no lot. hate for pan am, but yeah, yeah but um but no nah, man the relationships that you get to build here are are they feel deep they feel genuine um, they feel the way that they're supposed to feel. And I say that because some are meant to be business and not necessarily personal. And I love the way that they play that. I love the way that the dialogue goes. I love the dialogue options. I love the different endings that you can end up in. It's so fucking well done. And that whole 2.0 thing, the rebuilding, once I got my build the way that I wanted it, it was so much fun. And the possibilities for builds in there. You have so many combinations you can go with. So many. I, I was at first only going to do a strength build. I ended up on a... Um, it, it was ninja kind of cyber... Their closest version of Dex as it could be. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> a lot of Dex. Um, no, yeah. It was a lot of sneak with uh, a little bit of edge running. Would you call edge running like their magic? Yeah. It's this like, is the closest I've gotten to being a It almost magic uses build. like mana. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because it's your ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. ram instead of mana or whatever. But that's, yeah. That's I didn't think about it until just now. Dude, it, and that's yeah. genius. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> they probably thought of it this is my f- This is my first game where I've done a full, like, almost magic build. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. You just had to make it good. That you didn't go with the David Martinez. My very but, first playthrough, because I beat the game base game before it got any update. Yeah. Was melee. Fucking trooper. Strength. Go but, on. <laughs> but all of this is to say, with Phantom Liberty as a whole, 
everything that they add in. Um, there's a, there's a couple of missions that maybe don't have as much meaning as the rest um, when it comes to side missions. But I think it's really just to give you more content. If we are focusing in on the main points of the game or of the DLC, it's so well done. The story is so good. Uh-huh. Um, the voice acting. Oh, e- Idris, you're just so you're so good. He's bro. okay. I'm um, just kidding. He's the okay. new the new stuff that we get with Johnny, aka Keanu. Keanu. It's it's oh, it's good, Matt. We get a little bit more history about him. How he used to be in the army and stuff like this. That's true. Like. Yeah, man. Um, there's there's a lot Idris. of things that we wouldn't have had otherwise. And the extra combat that they added in with the cars, the extra story that we get with all of this DLC, um, Mr. Hands is fucking amazing. He's great. Just, I, I love so much about this. And it was so great to get back into Night City. You didn't say her name once. Lady Bird. Lady Bird. So- <laughs> Songbird. Songbird. We were talking about Lady Bird earlier. Goodness gracious. Um, Songbird's a huge It's standout. the Voodoo Ranger, baby. It's not- <laughs> no, Songbird is, I-, I love that girl. She's a pretty big character. Yeah. Um, and I also want to ask you a couple of questions here before I even get into my thoughts, because I've been like, I want to ask Ja uh, uh, Ernest appears on the podcast. Ja Ernest. Ja Ernest. Um, <laughs> Ernest, how did you feel about the twins? What? The twins, the ginger twins. You copy their profile. Oh, oh, my bad. Okay, yeah. Um, how did I? They are amazing characters. Do first you, of all, so when what happened to them happened to them, were you like appalled? Were you like fuck yeah? Oh, uh, this this has to happen so that we can get the job done. We're trying to protect presidents out here, dog. This ain't no motherfucking light work. You know what so I'm fuck the government. So, um, I mean, yeah, fuck the government. <laughs> no, you just said, you just said I need to do this for the president. Um, I was like, oh, I'm not going to trust you anymore. Politicians suck. The second they put the <laughs> twins down, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for Phantom Liberty, um, the twins go down, and we take their places. You'll forget what we're talking about, but you will. Right it's very yeah. much like in the middle of everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's so out of context. But no, yeah, the twins go down. But um, I was just like, oh, fuck that. Fuck, fuck, fuck y'all. I don't trust y'all. I don't trust y'all at all. You didn't trust the twins. Oh, no. The Idris. Oh, no, yes. I was like, uh-uh. No, they are quite betrayed. Uh-uh. Yes. Absolutely not. Did you dance with, what's her name? Yes, I danced with her. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, her name is Erin or, um, it, it's like one of those, like, like names that can be now that you whoever. said one of those it's going to sound insulting no matter what it's one of those names that could be whoever exactly yeah. see see how every, everyone feels insulted ladies gentlemen and all of the other stuff <laughs> is, is that what uh is that what what's the name says? i think her name's alex alex there you go i want to say it's alex and i'm looking for a specific word here i don't know that applies to all all genders they, them? no motherfucker. I don't know. They I, and them apply to everybody. Anyway, no, anyway, they do. They do. Regardless, but I don't want to say a they them name. That doesn't sound right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like I said at the beginning, when you say it's, if you say something sounds like it sounds like one of those. It's it's already a no. Insult. It sounds like one. Of, it's one of those names that can apply to anyone. You, you know, know what? what? 
Like it's you, just one of those days. You could give it to a dog, it's and the, then you'd be like, Alex shit on the carpet. It's the he said, <laughs> she said. It is Alex, though. Bullshit. But yes, I did dance with Alex. Good. I danced with Alex It's all well. about the he said, she said there you bullshit. Go. Um, but after that, yeah, I betrayed the fuck out of them. Um, I think you better quit. <laughs> so, so um, without two major spoilers. We already said spoiler warning. Say what we want. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I just said it. So what is the ending that you got? The ending I got, good, because we get to talk about it from this segue. All right. Um, I haven't even stated my opinion about the uh, the DLC yet, but we'll go into this first. Do you want to do that first? No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, Ernest. No, 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 no. You're putting me under these horrible conditions. I am. I abuse him so that he works. We're doing this podcast. The ending I got was you essentially lose your... It might as well be your superpowers, your cyberware. Ah. And you have to find a way to live in the city without it. That's a possibility from two of the endings. Yeah. Yeah. There's but to be, th- to be fair, this this DLC does give you the chance to beat this game halfway through. Because if you do this, True. if you do the DLC ending, it beats the game. Yes. It yes, ends. yes. You get end credits. You get end credits and all and that. And some of the best end credits. Oh, they're great, dude! They're so good. I, and in my mind, um, only because I, wa- I, I really liked watching at least those first um, few Daniel Craig ones. Um, I just I keep hearing the song for Skyfall. Well, those, Daniel were, Craig Skyfall. Were those your first Bond movies? No, it was Pierce Brosnan. Okay, from yeah, that movies. was mine too. But I can't. Th- I, that's I my that's my Bond. I can't think of a song from those that like stuck with me, but the Skyfall song from. Duh, Skyfall um, is so what I relate to like Bond now. And because like they have a really good like opening animated sequence for that movie that I immediately thought of when we got to the end of the show. It's just so spy. It's so spy. It's so spy. It's so spy. And like you'll have the symbolism in there, but it's just like the person's aiming the gun. The bullet goes. You see the trajectory. Um, you see the EKG. Exactly. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 dude, it's, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's, awesome. it's a whole thing. It's great. And it's such a nice touch. I didn't expect. Um, and the song that goes with it and everything it's great it's just, it's it's just great. very like mystery but i want to highlight because <laughs> uh, the the other person that we haven't really touched on misty misty gets misty gets the most positive part of this deal a little bit of shine bro a little bit of shine and shine it does. positive confidence and if you don't notice she's wearing jackie's jacket in the end oh mm. r.i.p um oh that's beautiful that's beautiful it's beautiful. Jackie Wells Misty. is one of my favorite people. Jackie Wells is great. And May, he's in the game for the equivalent of like 15 minutes. May, made up like or yeah. or in real life. Like we have Jackie, tattoos. Jackie Wells is like a top I 10 I have Jackie on me. mine and it says Wells on Ernest. And nobody <laughs> knows what they mean. But it's it's fine. It's on my gooch. <laughs> on our gooches. We're a team. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gooches. You're stupid. But um, Misty gets a bit there at the end, and that whole conversation is beautiful about like finding your place in the world. Um, she's a huge tarot crystal person, and yeah, she wants to know your sign. But she sure. never goes like over the top with it. I don't think it's just always this really level conversation because it's 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 one thing to push it on people. It is almost like I mean, because we all know like crystal people. We do. You know what I'm saying? Like like people that like pay attention to the moon and stuff like this. yeah and i've always said this about religion i'm gonna say this with this as well like mm. if it ha- if it helps you make sense of shit 
It's then, a level of spirituality. Then fucking go for it, bro. Yeah. yeah. So like, and the beautiful thing about Misty as a character is she never pushes it on you. That's true. You can always make the choice to participate. That's true. And did you find the rest of the tarot? Uh, yes, I did too. Because yes, that artwork's yes. amazing. Yeah, it's just dude. Immaculate. The artwork for the tarot in the fucking it's, game is it's so nuts. good. No, no, I've had like it's so twenty different ideas for fucking tattoos from that shit. Oh, dude, I feel you. Yeah, dude. I like I would, I would get each one of those. And we somehow still tattoos. landed on just getting Jackie and Wells tattooed on our <laughs> on our Gucci's. Yeah. So I mean, but Misty, would that's be how proud. important he was. <laughs> but that's how important he was to Misty too. She also has it on her Gucci. So, um, <laughs> so it's, it's like our shared gooch. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, nah, man. But it, it is. Uh, so that's the ending that you got. That yes. answers things for me. Yeah. Um, if you get to see Misty again, that is a very nice ending. Um, there are. Dude, it's not a nice ending. Let me take that back. <laughs> so is mine the happier of those endings? Here's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is still pretty sad. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, they're always sad. It's still pretty sad. Even the and Nomad ending, which is like the best. And that's the thing about... It's still like tinged with like V is going to die at yeah, some point. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing with this game, uh, with with this storytelling, mm-hmm. is is that no matter what, like it's, it's like all things in life, in real life, mm-hmm. is is that with everything good, you, there's... Watch Inside Out. Sadness bad. matters. Right, man. Yeah. Yeah. And... They they just tackle it so well. They do. Um, regardless of how you decide to play your character. And one of the beautiful things about this game is you do get to decide how you play your character. If you're going to be an asshole. If you want to be the best guy in the world or anywhere in between there. Like, it gives you the option. And for that, it's wonderful. Like, it, it's something that we've been praising Baldur's Gate for um since at least the last episode (laughs) so like um to have that freedom of choice is just such a wonderful thing in the game not necessarily that every game needs it but when it's well done like it's done here it's such a fucking treasure it is it is a huge treasure um to go into my thoughts a little bit uh just to i won't take too long on it um, I do love this DLC. It is a great DLC. It is worth the money. It is worth your time. If you're a fan of the base game, there's so much here to enjoy. Um, I f- personally, granted, I got at least like 20 to 30 hours out of the DLC. That's Dude, not that, small. That's a lot. Like, I'm fairly certain that's around the size of the next Spider-Man game. For like, that's like a dollar an hour. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, it's worth that. Um th- when they because they did a lot of publicity to be like this isn't a dlc it's an expansion yeah i feel like they were riding off the hype of the fact that they also released the big update which is 2.0 yeah and this is fine but bear in mind i don't think the dlc is as massive as they state right right yeah that's all i'm saying with 2.0 included well, I, yes, I would say yeah, but yes. but you do get that for free. But and the fact that they released one week from each other, it's and I get why you can bundle those together and you can play with that, and they've earned it. But for my money, I was just like, this is cool, and but like I ended it. And yeah, it, somebody over. went to marketing college or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I get it. And I, they were I like, totally no, no, it. here's how we do it. We, bu- <laughs> we bundle them this together. How we yeah. do Don't it. put out 2.0 yet. Wait until the <laughs> DLC. That's exactly what they did. Um, yeah. 
but it is great and yeah. there's so much there i did get the trophy for completing all side gigs um there's some trophies i didn't get which i'm like full disclosure i started a new character just to go through it and it's going to be my full strength melee only character and the david martinez sure does he he uses guns doesn't are he? you he using shoots somebody uh it, it, no yeah yeah he uses guns are you talking about a build but for the most part it's uh, uh yeah okay. it's mostly based off builds that i've seen but okay. for the most part it's melee so you I do, know David Martinez is a fucking person. You'll have and you're gonna guns fucking respect it. I'm just kidding. And uh, San Devastan, a lot of shit. I want to. Yeah. But I started it, and I, then I immediately was like, I'm not ready to jump into this because I'm kind of like RPG'd out a little bit. Yeah. I've played a lot. A yeah, lot you this have. year. Yeah, yeah. And like we still are going through Baldur's together, and it's like, oh. Self-inflicted. But Self- uh, no, and, and I'm, I'm still loving our time with Baldur's. Self-inflicted. But like, I've started other pain. games, and I'm like, I read a line of dialogue, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to choose between these different options that reply <laughs> All these to you. Choices. Yeah, <laughs> like it's wild that I went through Phantom Liberty and also The Witcher and The Witcher's DLCs this year. And he's playing the Telltale Walking Dead game. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> that is just Ready the choices without the gameplay, baby. Um. But it is fantastic. It's a great DLC. Idris Elba brings it. Oh, um, dude. Songbird is Absolutely. wonderful. Dude. She's a great character. Um, her name is very on the nose for what's going on with her, but it's like in the best way. Um, this and Keanu I love, guy, I think he's going to make it as an actor. I also love how she's not just Songbird. She's so me. She's Song. She's so you? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's so me. Uh, but no, nah, yeah, you know, she's like they'd be like, so me. Yep. Or, or just so. Yep, yep. Or just like fucking song, you know. Yep. And but even she is someone you don't think you can trust. God, dude. Spy yeah. espionage. Nah, dude. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. The way they they tackle it, it can be tough. It can be tough to do like an actual like spy who done it. Who yep. do I, who can I trust and who can I not type situation. Mm-hmm. You can fumble that in a million different a million ways. ways. But I feel like they fucking carried here. They bro. did. They did really good. Touchdown, baby. They did really good. The story's really good. The Go missions, Cowboys. the missions stand out from what you do in the base game. You're mm-hmm. doing new stuff. Um, and if there's anything you've seen you've done before in the previous like base game, it's like stuff you've enjoyed doing. It is. It is really cool. New weapons. Um, the skill tree, of course, with 2.0 was revamped. There, there's so much to enjoy. And again, the story is great. Um, but just it, the, to be back in Nice City, baby. It's great. It's great. Even God, if it is dude. just Dogtown. Um, but <laughs> Phantom Liberty is absolutely worth your time. If you're a fan of Cyberpunk, if you've been waiting for this DLC to drop to be like, okay, now I'm going to jump in, do it. 2.0 with Phantom Liberty, bro, it's it's and, everything. And because the, uh, the game, as you load into a new game, gives you an option of starting at the very beginning or loading in at the beginning of Phantom Liberty. Yeah, and so, I think it like auto levels you to whatever level it's recommended. If you're if you're only interested in saying in seeing fucking Idris, then which is fair, he's a beautiful man. Go for it. He's a beautiful man. We're not gonna judge you. Yeah. Well. you should play the whole game you should play the whole game (laughs) cyberpunk rules yeah cyberpunk rules best ending is still the nomad ending so good um but with that 
I think it's time to get on out of here, Ernest. Where where can these beautiful people find us? So if you'd like to stay up to date with the show, you can find us out here on all these social medias, baby. That's a little song I wrote for you. I hope you like it. It's beautiful. You can find us out here on Facebook. You can find us out here on Instagram. X is another one. And fucking TikTok. We need to make more TikToks. We do. We do. We'll get back on it. But watch the TikToks that we already have. (laughs) If you like the TikToks that we already have, we'll make more TikToks. And then you get to see me and Chris's faces, which we know you love. And if you'd like to reach us directly, you can find us out here at Life of Storytelling at gmail.com. We appreciate any and all feedback. And we fucking love you, bitch. We like you. I'm just kidding. No, we love you so much. Um, Ernest, it was great hanging out in person again this Dude, week. Dude, it's so good. With some booze. It's better. It is better. It's, no, it's better it's more in fun. person. But, uh, but remote is a necessity. It is, especially with me getting off a little later. Um, and, and with fucking gas prices. That is also true. Yeah. I, part of this was the fact that they Come were going to cancel Pathfinder for this weekend. Do better, uh, Corpos. <laughs> but we're going to have another movie review next week, and it's it's a big one for Ernest here it's my favorite we've done Bo is Afraid of course and we had a whole side story for um, Midsummer. yeah why not finish it up we're gonna do Hereditary yeah we fucking are for next weekend A24 horror film one of the biggest of their A24 horror releases Um, this will put A24 on the map for me there you go. I'm glad you said for me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, it's, it's a huge one. It's a big one regardless. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot to go over with that. Is it great? Is it good? Is it bad? We'll find out. The rewatch will tell. The rewatch will tell. All right. But thank you all for hanging out. Hope you're all in juicing, in juicing, in enjoying. In invigorated and, and happen having just the greatest time with my stuttering mumbleness. Touch a butt. Touch a butt. I hope you're all having a great week, having a great spooky season, and we'll see you next week.